Hey everybody, welcome back to the Morloff Hour. We're back in Ambient Grain Studios. My home. Jack's been here for days. Oh yeah, he doesn't leave. They didn't actually let me out. You guys don't let me out. You only let me out when we need to record things. We close the door, we lock it, and then mm-hmm. we leave. And James and I go home. Yeah, and we we give Jack the amount. We give him so many Lunchables. I mean, that's how we that's how he subsists. He has enough grain in here. He can lay on. Yeah, it's fine. For I fiber. think of them as simple charcuterie. Yeah, they really are. They're good. I love a good Lunchable. <laughs> yeah, the ham. Chef's kiss. The turkey that tastes the exact mm, same. Mm, mm, yeah. It's Just very a good. Different texture. Yes. We're also, Nathan, you're here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm on mic. And we're joined by I'm a live. special guest. Yeah, we're joined by uh, my friend Tyler, fellow normie. We're uh, having a special, special episode at the beginning of the year. We wanted to kick it off with mm-hmm. a couple brewers and a couple normies. Tyler, introduce yourself. My name's Tyler Wright. It's very generous of you to call me normal. <laughs> Tyler Wright, or is in, you're, you're asking the question if your name is Tyler, right? Right, like a carpenter. Oh, interesting. And why are you here? Like, what's what's? Do you like beer? Like, what what? Why did uh? What did our producer and seducer invite you to here? I love beer. I hate microphones. Yes, a good combination. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So here I am. Yeah, Tyler. Tyler is one of my closest friends. Uh, we met six. Probably like close to six years ago. Um, and I was into craft beer at the time. Like I liked craft beer. I was in Cedar Rapids. Got to have a lot of Lion Bridge at the time. But moving out to Des Moines, moving out to West Des Moines, I met Tyler and a handful of other friends who were also really into craft beer. And Tyler was one of my friends who really elevated the game for me. I've been able to try delicious, tasty beers through Tyler that I never would have been able to try on my own. So he's usually. The guy I go to first when I have a new beer, when I tell him about it, or when I get his thoughts on a beer that I've had. So I know he doesn't like how much I'm uh, talking about right now, but someone had to. He didn't exactly. introduce himself because he hates <laughs> microphones. Yeah, I had a I, I had a fun experience. I've I've homebrewed once with Tyler, uh, and it was a, it was a really good experience. I mean, I don't think I'll ever homebrew again, but that's not because of brewing with Tyler. I just. Me either. That's not for me. I'll I'll drink beer. I'll pay for beer, but I don't want to homebrew myself. That's a big commitment. Yeah, <laughs> I have and enough an expensive hobbies. hobby. <laughs> Can I be. Have, I have enough expensive hobbies. I don't need to add to that. Film camera, whiskey, coffee. It's stupid. I don't need to yeah. homebrew as well. <laughs> I got them Vigi jams, um, beer, booze, podcasting, podcasting. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great hobby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Biking. Biking, well, not as much as I should. Tennis. I did that in high school, and you just learned that today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you're hitting the courts every weekend. I don't know. I'm hitting the courts. I heard pickleball is in fashion again, though. It mm-hmm. is, yeah. Do they just play it on tennis courts, though? Uh, No. I, I know so. it's a different shaped court, but I yeah. think recreationally, people just go play on tennis courts, right? I've heard there are communities, though, that are like, tearing out their tennis courts, like small towns, stuff like that, like tearing out their tennis courts and putting in pickleball courts because that's where the demand is. I was an ace at pickleball in that one week we played it in high school gym. <laughs> I really don't know the difference uh, between the two. Solid paddle. It's basically hard ball. It's full size ping pong. Basically. Oh, yeah. Like it makes a pong, dope yeah. noise when you hit this. Ball. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's really satisfying. Sounds like a pickle. No. Nope. And there's more social convention around it to drink. 
Oh, then there is. Well, it didn't stop me from doing that the other way, too. Not in high school. Not in high school. I did not drink in high school. I didn't drink till I was 21. Same. Actually, same. No, I was 20 in China, but it was legal. Yeah. Good. Thank you guys for not endorsing <laughs> underage drinking. Yes, we are. Oh, we, we are not, not endorse, endorse underage drinking here. It depends on your buying. I, the I Iowa Brewers Guild's official podcast. Yeah, I mean that's that's only because the target demographic is not underage drinking. If they're 18, not even drinking anything good, no. If eighteen-year-olds were drinking fruited sours, I would be telling them to be drinking all the time. Don't. No, we know that's getting cut. That's getting cut. <laughs> So that's what we need to do to it's get cut. It's clearly satire. Yeah. I'm joking. It's a joke. I do not endorse underage <laughs> drinking. So please don't think that I am endorsing it. I'm not endorsing it. And we're, back. Yeah, and we're back. <laughs> and we're back. So let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. The year 2022 is over. It's now 2023. We're here. We so made it. So I think one of the reasons we wanted to get together was to talk about like James and I's experience as brewers in 2022 and what we saw as trends, what we liked, what we didn't like. And the two normies, noobs, noobs versus pros. Yeah. Uh, and what you guys saw it's in beer, muscle. what you liked in beer and what you want to see in 2023 and like see if those align with us, see how they're different mm-hmm. and like see if we can come together and like come to a consensus on, you know, what things should look like going forward. Yeah. Or should look like or well, could look like could probably yeah, I could. could. I think yeah, could I don't want to make fine. a judgment call. Could is aspirational. What's going right? on? Yes, could is definitely aspirational. Yeah, yeah we're not going to say what will happen because no one yeah. knows that. No. So, so why don't we round table it and let's go to 2022? So long ago. Yeah. And like, what are a couple things that you really enjoyed in the beer scene in Iowa? Hopefully, specifically on this one that you enjoyed in 2022, like some gains or uh, just specific beers or things that you enjoyed. Does anyone have any thoughts off the top of their head? More lager. Yeah. That's what I like. I've liked seeing everyone come into that. Do more. Yeah. We are seeing more. I think just it's people are wanting lower ABV beers that have high drinkability. And the potential for high craft and art. And that's a lager, if I've heard it. I think the nice thing about the lager trend, and I still hope that continues too, is that there's a subtlety to the differences and stuff. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's not just like punching you in the face. It's like, you know, you go to an art museum and you look at multiple different like pieces of art and you kind of try to decipher the differences between them if it's by the same you know artist and there's some more subtlety between the two different beers mm-hmm. or three different lagers. Versus IPAs that kind of punch you in the face with their differences or they try to like, you know, fireworks explode. It's like, this is why I'm different. Things like that. Yeah. Thoughts on lagers? Yeah, I love a good lager. Um, I think over the last couple of years I've seen, I think it used to be pretty normal for uh, guys in the IBU, homebrewers and brewers to to order a lager when they go to a brewery. Um, just because that's a good check to see. You know, it's not hiding behind anything. It takes it takes skill and um, uh, discipline to brew a really good lager. And I've been excited to see more just regular old people excited to order a lager when they go to their local craft brewery. Um, I have I've had a whole lot of 
loggers around the Des Moines Metro that have been really exciting. And I hope that trend continues. Any examples of those loggers that you've really enjoyed around oh. the Des Moines Metro? Yeah. Well, my favorite ones came from Lua. Okay, um, that's fair. I, I'm not trying to flatter this guy. We got a Lua <laughs> stand over here. We, we, I didn't brew any uh, of them. Classic. I'm going to try really hard not to. Um, but yeah. Hey, speak um, your truth, man. Yeah. So uh, I had a young okay. beer from them, uh, uh-huh. an, early, an early tap pull, Kingmaker Kolsch. Mm-hmm. They, so they brewed their Kolsch and then they uh, did a tank pull early. So it was like a Zwickle before a Kolsch. Um, and it was, it reminded me exactly a lot of the flavor, um, elements that it had were really similar to, um, Keller beer and Zwickle that we had, that my wife and I had while we were in Germany and Austria. Um, like I sipped it and it took me back. It was such a good representation of the style, such a satisfying beer. Um, yeah, that's probably like the most outstanding example, but it's just been really cool to see them on the menu. Um, like I know we had a couple at Confluence, um, Kinship's been getting into loggers, which is cool. Um, I'm from Waukee, so uh, it's nice to have. Yeah, nice to see that. And obviously, Barntown, too, has been getting pretty excited about more crispy beers instead of all hazy. Yeah, Nathan, what's your... Yeah, so so as I've been thinking about it right now, because I did not prep for the episode. This is just raw, unvarnished. So I am admittedly... Like I, I like a lot of different beer styles, but if I would just say the two that I like to drink just the most, I'm on trend right now. I love pastry stouts. I love hazy IPAs. I love all that. And I think what I have, what's impressed me this last year was more, uh, how I, how I became aware of how the brewing scene in Iowa in the metro because that's where we are is really elevated or i became a i was brought aware of how good it is here in iowa like i remember just being you know being excited when i could get to try a, a juicy bits from weldworks like try something that's sort of like regionally or nationally acclaimed and then coming to the realization like oh we're doing it just as good if not better mm-hmm. in the state in the city you know in our neighborhoods and so it's more of like <clears throat> I'm what excited me this last year was having my awareness opened to how good everything is here in the state that I don't have to think of like, Oh, I, I need to then you seek out all this other stuff. Like we've got it here, which yeah. is awesome. I've kind of felt that way too. Um, I've completely stopped ordering any uh, hazy or new England IPAs on Tavor um, or IPAs in general there. Um, just, because I know that what I can get here in the Des Moines Metro is going to be just as good and it's going to be fresh um, and also support your local breweries. Um, but yeah, there's like, there's no reason to be like tracking down um, really uh, beers with good reputations regionally or nationally um, and paying extra for that when you could get something. Yeah. Support your local brewer and support a great beer that they've brewed. Yeah. And I think another thing from this, me this year, especially since, start being in the podcast with you guys is my, my palate has, has grown and changed. Like I've, I've had a lot of other styles beyond what I traditionally enjoyed. As we both sit here drinking a hazy IPA. Well, yeah, yeah, well, baby. Let's <laughs> I, a, I literally have a cocktail in front of me too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But I just mean like, you know, earlier, like off mic, we were, we were cracking into a old IPA, right? West no, Coast it's Pils. a West Coast, Pils. A West Coast Pils. Pils. My West bad, Coast my bad. Pils. West Coast Pills. Very different. And what it was delicious. That? 
I well, liked it a lot, and I don't think I would have picked that on my own. We can send you home one with as a consolation prize. Or you can literally <laughs> just that. drink one now. That's it's true. fine. There's He's got so much barley wine left, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's like it has a special B in it. I know. <laughs> I never said I hated special B. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. See? Let's roll back. He didn't say he hated it. Yeah, it was very heavily implied, though. <laughs> it wasn't implied. I just it's don't like it. I don't like it. Overused. I, I think it's very underrated <laughs> and possibly for a reason. <laughs> but <laughs> no, a deft, a, a light hand with it is fine. That's fine. I'm just trying to give us get us back into 2022 arguments. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the big 20, the big blowout of 2022. I will say a on trends, I said loggers, and I do still stand by that, of course. But specifically in that too was dark check logger. It had like three months where I was very into it, and was I one of the first one on the tip? I will. I kind of want to say maybe. Capco had one. Traveler's check. Good that old. shit slapped. When did it release? <sighs> I have no idea. <laughs> late. It was on our Octobox. summer? And that was June, and that was near the end. Yeah, I thought I was like, right. I'm pretty sure it was summer sometime, yeah. No, that, that was near the end. Really? So I think it was like early. Mm. I don't know. I guess you could check untapped, but I loved that beer. It was very good. Um, and Dustin made a similar beer. But it was an English mild that was very good as well. That's clearly a an ale, but the dark check lager, man. I love a good dark lager. Same. I got one coming out next month. This month. End Schwar- of the month. Schwartz beer. Schwartz beer. Ooh. I love that. Mm-hmm. We're calling that Madden A release. That's right, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's very fun. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm just, I love beer. Also, Keller beers. I love young lagers, too. Thanks. Yeah, I think young lagers is definitely a thing I saw a bunch this year where, like, Loggers are tough, right? You said it earlier. It's like, this is proof that you can brew a beer and brew it cleanly. But a lot of people in Iowa, the turnaround time on some of these loggers just takes forever. Yeah. Right. And if you don't have that time, just swapping it and design it to be a Keller beer, mm-hmm. a big shift. And also just the flavor. Like, it's I think the flavor, different. yeah, the robust flavor of Keller beer and just like the like stark difference between it and like filtered and. Mm-hmm. Other types of loggers is just wonderful. And I saw I think I saw more Keller beers than I've seen in so long this year. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good way to fill. I want a lager, but I want to flip it quick. Yeah. Where it's like you can flip a Keller beer in like a month. Yeah, you also want some of those flavors that come along with that. No, hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. East year. East year, definitely. A lot, <laughs> lot of lot sharper on the hops. Mm-hmm. That's so good. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like the youngness of it is part of its charm. Mm-hmm. And uh, once again, it's easier for craft breweries to pull it off just because like we don't all have access to f- plate filters or yeah. a centrifuge okay. or like all sorts of other stuff. Lenticular filters. Yeah, that help, you know, refine the beer to a certain point. Like here at Flix, like centrifuge. We, we fine with biofine, which is a yeah. liquid that we put in after everything's over. So it's like, should you say that? I know you're supposed to filter it out after you use it. <laughs> Well, no, it's before um, it's uh, it gets dumped off before we transfer it. Oh, perfect. Yep, I use it too, so it's fine. Yeah. If we all get in trouble with the TTB, it's okay. Expose him. Would it be the ABD? Expose me now. It would be the ABD. <laughs> yeah, uh, the TTB. <laughs> I got. I said on my label that I put Biofine in this, and they're like, yeah. "Oh man, on this label, you shouldn't say that." What up, TTB? We don't do a lot with you because we don't label a lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. sorry, you don't get more business from us. 
brew pub. When are we doing anything that goes out with labels except for like once a year for me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nice not having to do it. I don't have any approval. I, I Months ahead of time. TTB. Oh, 2022. Bad year for the TTB. Probably not. Actually, it was probably a lot better than 2021 <laughs> was. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm sure it was busy. Um, yeah. Any any other things of 2022 that you uh, let's talk about experiences in 2020, mm. like beer experiences. We came out of the pandemic. I'm using air quotes like we're moving on. We're living with. You know, COVID now, so those things are starting to get more normal in 2022 felt the most normal things have yeah, felt yeah. since 2020. And that means we're starting to see more beer dinners come back, beer experiences, beer festivals. Was there any like one like beer event or beer specific thing that you guys most enjoyed? Like for you, James, specifically, you guys do a lot of beer dinners. Was there like one of those that you liked the best or for you specifically? Uh, Capco didn't do one beer dinner in 2022. Really? Mm hmm. Not one, much that's, to my chagrin. Mm. I don't want to get into it. But that's fine. <laughs> no, we didn't. Lua do does one. though, and they did have done a couple. Lua does, yes. I did not go to any of them, but now I will have access to going to them, which is very exciting because I'll be working on them, at least on the beer side. I think. Um, what about other events? Other. Like, I was gonna say beer like events this year, which is coming up at the end of this month, is Burr Fest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last year's Burfest was so fun. It was. Like, it was a good group of people. We had a silly, silly time. We all got to make new friends, or at least I did. That was my first Burfest. It was my first Burfest as well. Oh, great. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, going there and, like, doing the pre-party. The guild meeting's always fun. Well, the tippling is always fun. The guild meeting's always very informative. I mean, it's not... The guild is so... Well run, I feel like at least that's what we see as members. So it's like forty five minutes of here's the state of the the guild. It keeps going up and up with the awesome team we have, and then they're like, "Let's drink and eat food for the next four hours." Yeah, it seems like they've done a really good job of. Uh, if there is anything going wrong, they do a really good job of stating rectifying what's going on. Yeah, yeah, rectifying it, stating what's going on clearly, and letting us all know the state of things, mm-hmm. which is how real businesses should be run. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, but that set the tone really well for the rest of the year. Yeah, I our guilds, like. I think our, we are sponsored by the Brewers Guild, so this <laughs> isn't me just like blowing wind up their skirt or anything, but it's, it's like, it feels more cohesive and uh, feels like everything makes a lot more sense uh, going, like going forward than it has in the past. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I feel much more confident <clears throat> In the state of things as well. Yeah, me too. And, uh, yeah, back on that Burfest thing. But, like, I guess more, like, event-wise, it set a good tone. Yeah. Because like cool. after that was the Craft Beer Festival. And that was a fantastic time. It was hot. We were all drinking each other's beer quite a bit. I was lit. I wasn't there. At the Iowa Craft Beer Festival? No, I was on vacation. Because it's oh, supposed right. to be the second weekend of June, Guild. That's going to be the first weekend of June this year, too. I know. <laughs> I just have I have pre-bought plane tickets to go places before they started this new trend. Because it was always the weekend of my sister's birthday. Did you already do oh. that this year? I bought my, we bought our plane tickets last year. For this year? Yeah. They're cheaper when you buy them in advance. So you're not going to be there again this year? Correct. I'll be in Louisiana. Oh, that'll be at, fun. In New Orleans. Oh, that's cool. Ooh, yeah. 
had a great time in New Orleans this year. Not beer related. I've never been, but Good I'm time. excited. There's ghosts. I was in May. Uh, was I in Maine or was no? I wasn't in Maine. I was in Michigan this past year. Oh, True Blood set in Louisiana, I think. Oh, it's vampires. Got to try some unicorn whiskeys mm-hmm. down in New Orleans. Unicorn as in rare? Yeah, like something I've always wanted to try. Oh, I thought you were telling him to try them. I mean, no, I, I was saying I did, and you should as well. Oh, well, you'll have to give me a list after oh, this yeah. is over. Sure, we can talk. But Jim uh, Beam. But I think one of my big <laughs> beer things that I think of 2022 was it's still it's a beer fest as well, and beer dinner wise, I can't jump in that ten minute line to buy a beer dinner ticket at Lua either. So I didn't go to any of those. Um, but uh, events wise, um, got to go to the Great Taste of the Midwest. Uh, yeah. This year for the yeah. first time. That was big. As a participant. And it's huge. And it's wonderful. And it's outside. Um, it was a little rainy. But it was great. Um, but uh, it was just nice seeing things sort of feel normal. Yeah, for sure. Especially when it comes to beer and beer drinking. Because like even 2021's Iowa Craft Beer Fest, there were, there were so many like... They, like social distancing we were having to pour from pitchers like we had stickers where it said place your glass here so oh yeah the brewers didn't touch your glass and then we pour from pitchers into your glass and you take it without like much interaction and they encouraged us not to like get too crowded in certain spots which just felt odd so i'm just glad it's starting to feel more normal and as long as we keep getting boosters and have like yearly shots like we do the flu shot and then yeah it's going to be great going forward, too. I'm very excited. Yeah. What about you guys? Any yeah. cool beer events or anything you went and did? 2022 in beer for me was, I guess, sentimental here, was connected to you guys, this podcast. Mm. Like, that was my highlight, 2022. Getting getting involved here with the, with the guild meeting. Uh, really awesome people having, you know, <clears throat> as a normie, as a producer for the show, like, I am now adjacent to the beer industry you know mm-hmm. like i've got my elbow rubbing up against it i wouldn't say i'm in it you know but like i'm you know i've met so many cool people this year through through the show and getting just awesome opportunities to hang out drink great beer talk about great beer that was absolutely like the the highlight of my year in beer like i would say like the year before the highlight of my beer my year in beer would have been like learning about Tavor like, and getting oh, to drink, yeah. you know, awesome <laughs> yeah. beer with my friends. But like this year, like really dialing in, in Iowa beer. If it was like a single event, it would have to be the, uh, the Richard release. We did the podcast. Oh, that episode. was super fun. That was, yeah. fun. Yeah. that was so much fun. Shout out Janelle. Yeah. Great, great conversation. Great beer. Great time all around. But broadly, it's been the show. So, Thanks, guys. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> it was really also, remind me, of. you went to iBest, yeah? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I wasn't even there. So well, I would I mean, say you're in it at this point. Well, you're right. I mean, I, yes, yes. <laughs> you're in. All right, Mr. Wright. Well, I can't compete with that. I think you could. But uh, I hadn't planned on talking about this. That's how this Kolsch works. twice in, in one night. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but actually. Kolsch day. Yeah. It was a King, Kingmaker Kolsch day at Lua was. Such a fun experience. Um, I love traditional German food. And then also the format. Um, it was just really cool. The The servers uh, tried to replicate what they do in Cologne, which is rather than having to order another beer, um, when your beer is empty, 
they refill it for you and just put a mark, a tally on your coaster. Um, and then when you're done, you take your coaster up and you pay. Um, it was a really fun atmosphere. Um, great food. Uh, and again, it was a great beer. It very good beer. Yeah. I and drank I, a lot of them on that same day. I, yeah, I, I don't think I had enough marks on my coaster. <laughs> I don't know if I need to remind everybody about this and maybe I've not talked about it on this podcast before, but, uh, Scott, James, Zach, I technically own Luo right now because I beat Scott. That's and right. Yeah, yeah, you do. And he technically has the right to come and try to claim flicks. Uh, it's going to be a little bit more difficult for him to get than it should, because like, I only have to go to two people. Two people. Yeah, I feel like you need to remind him of this. We next can have time a you rematch. Well, actually, you're coming to the brewery in like a few. What's weeks. funny is about this match is neither of us even won. It was we were the last two people, and it was a battle for last place. Yeah, yeah. He put it on the line. Too. He did. He said, and, and, and I quote, "Jack, if you beat me, you can have Lua." It definitely didn't go. If I beat you, I own Lua now. And he goes, "Ha, ah, sure." Oh yeah, he he put the ball in your court, man. Yeah, that was cool day as well, though. Yeah, good times. I don't think he I don't think he cleared that by Whitney or Zach. <laughs> you know what? That's how a lot of claims come, right? As kings do. They uh unsubstantiated claims that you just have to believe and I got to get the people to believe. Yeah. And You're I right. have the it, audience to so state yeah. my claim. Are you more is, Daenerys Targaryen or like Stannis Baratheon? Ooh, well, who I'm not going to murder people the, with a dragon. I was so. going to say, who had the populist? I also claim? wasn't. I, I also wasn't exiled to the other uh, the island, unless you yeah. consider Flicks being exiled somewhere. So I guess no. Stannis, but I also don't want to be Stannis because no, well, you would have the populist like, vote. You'd be you'd be the one of the Starks probably. Yeah. You're in the early seasons. My name like, is John Jonathan. Ooh. Oh, that's right. But, yeah, my name is Jonathan. Oh, yeah. So this shirt says Jack Wilson the, on it. The shirt is but my real name is Jonathan Dale Wilson. Dale. Yeah, I just also highlighted 2022. I learned that Jack is a nickname for John. I didn't know that. I JFK, didn't know that. Jack I, don't know Jack I don't know that. My 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 coworker Jack Sarcone. Shout out Jack is a John Sarcone. Shout Sarcone. out all Jacks. If, all Jacks name, there. if your name is Jack, comment on this. <laughs> Yeah. Comment anywhere Let's find those you find this podcast. Let's Run find the those subscribes. <laughs> you can come to Flix. I'll buy you a pint. Hey. Any Jack. The Jack deal. Any Jack. If you come here in between the hours of nine and five while I'm here, I will get you a pint. Ask for Jack. That is a that is a great deal, listeners. I'm trying to think of like the Jack deal. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, you'll get that. My father's name is Jim. Should I also do a Jim deal? <laughs> no, you'll get the Jack off, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the Jack off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I knew I could make that kind of work. Thanks. I was like, you're just like every bully from elementary school <laughs> and middle school. Congratulations. No, if a Jack comes, well, yeah, if he comes to yes. the bathroom, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, keep going. You'll give him the Jack off. Yeah. Like the Jack off discount. Maybe. I call it the Jack discount. It doesn't quite work. This is like, this sounds like really bad stand up being written. Yeah. And we haven't even got to the bad joke yet. Yes. So that's, that's where I'm at right now. And I took a chance oh. on it. I put it out there. It didn't quite work. Oh, thank you, James. But I'm, <laughs> I'll own it. Any Jack out there, rate this five stars for all of the bullies that you had in middle school and elementary Jack? school that made the same joke. Jack is what? That was not a common joke. Don't. Oh, tell it me. Well, absolutely was. Are you kidding me? Every single bully in elementary school and middle school, when they figured out what that was, went, ah, ha, 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 Jack off. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> well, 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 I'm like Jimmy. My Kong. thing was like, you'll get the Jack. Yeah, it's the Jack discount off. Yeah, but not like just calling someone a Jack off. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to be clever. <laughs> Jim James James and the Giant Peach. We literally grew up with that movie, so I got that a all the time. Great movie, yeah, it's a great movie, though. It's a good movie. I didn't like to watch it. Oh because no, I, I was get... bullied by a great movie. Well, no, I did also have the fanciful bullying that was Jack and the Beanstalk. So I feel you there as well. <laughs> yeah, it was. Mine was vegetable based, though, and not fruit based. I was bullied by choir kids, so I was at the lowest end of the totem pole. <laughs> oh, the choir kids! I choir kids suck. They're trash. Did you guys know that Actually, in the newest Halloween movie? The bullies oh. are the band people. Yeah, that like was what that was. Wait, the third uh, Halloween, the, yeah, the newest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah Halloween I didn't, ends. I didn't were the, see it. The band people bullied the kid that also just now magically is Michael Myers via not, sewer relationships. Not only band kids, they were marching mm. band kids. That's like an entirely. No, I they were spoilers. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> spoilers for Halloween. This this kid gets bullied by band kids, and then he goes into a sewer and meets Michael Myers, and, and then Michael, gets his power. His power to not die, to just, just be, be a menace, super strong murderer, dude. Yeah, no, the, the whole point of it is he's unstoppable evil, right? Is whatever. I'm not going to transfer that power. I'm not going to try to defend this. somebody who's I'm not, not him. Try it was to a defend this terrible movie. Terrible so movie. I don't yeah, I'm not a fan. Even though I just said I didn't see <laughs> we'll it. We'll save that <laughs> for the, the 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 movie club version of this podcast. Yeah, which we can totally. You know what? I mean, we're three white guys. So we might as well make a movie we're podcast. We're four white guys right well, now. No, guys, we are one three. podcast away from making <laughs> a whole network, okay? That's where we're, we're at. We're almost four ginger white guys <laughs> sitting around. Because you oh, got some right. red in there. You got some red in oh, there. Yeah. I have some red in here. And you definitely have some red in there, Tyler. Sorry. Welcome to the team. I got some white. Too, I got yeah. a lot of white in here. Um, I'm starting to get white. Actually, in the same place that you have it's, yours, too. It has streaks in this nice beard. I've yeah. got like four right here. But I think I'd... It just goes from blonde to white, so it doesn't count. I was I'm, watching. I'm some... ready for the strawberry and cream, bro. Oof. The red and the white. I'll be good. We should probably get back on beer. <laughs> yeah, let's get back. Pew. So our, our... I interrupted you on your experience at Colstead <laughs> to go off on this tangent. If oh, you don't no, remember, that's, that's, that's what happens when that's we pregame a podcast. This is what happens. I this man is drinking a barley wine. This is his first beer. <laughs> He's not even done with it, and we're on like beer three. I'm on beer two. I'm going to shame him. Oh, three. No, I'm on three. I lied. I guess hey, this is two. That seems like a natural transition. Shaming someone for wow. not consuming enough alcohol. So one trend that I notice <laughs> is non-alcoholic beers have really grown a lot in 2022. And 2021, actually. Mm-hmm. It's the largest uh, sector of uh, craft beer growth is in the non-alcoholic sector. I didn't notice that. There you I go. Didn't no, that well, I mean, back, we don't but... see. So if you're not in those circles, it's kind of hard to notice yeah. unless you have friends that are looking to find something. And I but do. Gen Z and stuff in general are becoming and because of the pandemic and them going, oh, maybe I shouldn't sit around drinking all day. And maybe some of us experience that as well. They're going, I need to find something else that satisfies. This is delicious. It's supporting the local business and sort of tastes like beer. Yeah. And some of them are really good. Some of them aren't very good, though. There's a lot more bad ones than the good ones, though. Just last night. I've had a few bad ones. Yeah. Um, but just last night, I actually had a couple from Untitled Art. Yeah. Um, yep. They do make really good ones. They have yeah. such Blood variety, too. I didn't have that one. Uh, chocolate Milk Stout. And, that uh, one was stupid. It was uh, so good. Their Juicy hmm. IPA. Oh, yeah. Um, I think if we're talking Juicy IPAs, Brewdog, I don't want to really support Brewdog that much, but they have a Hazy AF, which is a non-alcoholic one, on my other podcast that I cheat on you guys with. Actually, I cheat on... <laughs> 
him with you guys. Yeah. That's yeah, how we're that the started. Yeah. Um, we went and ranked a bunch of non-alcoholic beers mm. and we did Untitled Art, Brewdog, O'Doul's. Um, did you do water? that Sam oh, Adams? We've we we done hop waters as well. Yeah. We didn't include that with non-alcoholic beer. That was just non-alcoholic options. Oh, okay, mm. okay. Because mm. hop water is not a non-alcoholic beer. Oh, okay. It's just it's a different beverage. Hop yeah. flavored carbonated. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I but love my favorite water. one of the ones that we've had so far <laughs> was Hazy mm-hmm. AF, and that was from Brewdog. The Untitled Art ones were okay, and then Athletic Brewing Company, yeah, hit and miss. Some of them were really good, and some of them were terrible. Is there like Hair of the Dog or something like that? Hair of the Dog's an, its own brand as well, and they have okay. a hazy IPA as well. Sure. Do you guys have any insight on whether maybe 2023 there might be some NA beers brewed here in Iowa? Uh, Back Pocket has one. It's called they Sunday one? Morning. Ruthie okay. NA also exists from Exile. Okay, I know it's nice. a big thing. Our friend who's also in the NBA, shout out NBA, uh, Mike Street, was talking about potentially <laughs> trying to brew one. He was, yeah. It's just really difficult to do on small scale yeah. and then do it well. Yeah, so that makes sense. It's like lager, right? It's like it's really tough to pull off because you're not hiding anything. This you're purposely going out of your way to create, and there's a lot of potential problems on small scale to do it correctly. Because then, once again, we were talking about off mic earlier. We we're talking about waste for home brewers, and like if you do an experiment, you have to dump everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where if you do a full batch of non-alcoholic beer and ruin it. Right. Or actually have it be alcoholic, you know, like if there's a percentage that's like depends on what your method of taking alcohol out is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that's the that's the thing is that it it does. There's some ways to brute force it that I've read and there's, you know, more. um, Sophisticated ways to do it, but that can take new equipment that people on our scale don't have. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really, in my opinion, I in, in the whole scale, I like NA beer because, like, that is like a good option, especially like right now. It's January. A lot of people are doing dry January. So, if they really want to, you know, like get the taste of beer, they can drink an NA beer. That's fine. I think let the big boys do it, the people that have that. And, like, like Back Pocket can do it. And, like, it's like, it's a sour, it's a fruited sour. It's yeah. good. So, it's great. They can do it. But I think, like, don't expect like a Cabco NA beer or a Flakes yeah. NA beer like unless there's going to be unless there's some sort of new like someone figures out something <laughs> new to yeah, do it better. To do it. There's like basically one of the only ways we have of doing it is boiling in the beer after it's been fermented. Mm. Yeah, and how are you going to boil though in a in a in, in a, a oxygen free yeah. environment? Yeah, mm, there's no way. So like and Mike was joking <laughs> when he was saying it. But he was like, yeah, I'm just going to bring it back into the whirlpool or out into the kettle after fermentation and boil it. And I was like, oh, are you being serious? And he's like, no, absolutely no. not. And I was <laughs> no. like, oh, I'm just being an idiot. So but it was still like you that's really pump. I mean, how else would you do it? Like you there's like pump CO2 through it long enough during the whirlpool. But then you'd have to have devices that are really expensive to measure the O2 environment. Yeah. Anything sure. like that. And at that point, you on the might as well pay for <laughs> You well, know. And, and it's like, even if you made like five barrels of NA beer, like, I don't, you're going to sit on that forever. Yeah. You're, you're not yeah, going to Especially sell if it. it's a style that, like, if you made non alcoholic hazy IPA. Right. Yeah. Right. Unless you market the living hell out of it. Yeah. Like, I just don't see a vast market on the craft level where it's even worth experimenting with, unless you have such a solid idea and marketing and distribution in place to, like, really get it in there. I just, yeah, 
But I'm just saying that as like a manufacturer. On, yeah, and on, on the other end. Too, yeah. So outside of the untitled art one, do you have any other non-alcoholic beers that you personally enjoyed? Because I, I'm going to say this. The Athletic Company award-winning Golden Ale tastes like wort. Like bad wort. Hmm. Like really bad wort. I've noticed they're like, I had the, the hazy Sam Adams one and it was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's part of the problem is I've, that they taste like unfermented beer. I've only had one from Untitled Art. Um, but like I'm I'm I, I do think it is cool because my wife is pregnant and she's a little bit bummed out that she doesn't get to have I guess congratulations because this is the think the first I've heard of this. Yeah. So we congratulations. Should have a yeah. Beer. yeah, we should we should all drink yeah. in her name. Yeah, but like so I'm I'm looking forward to giving giving that an option Jamie, for her to try. What you will hear next is us <laughs> chugging copious amounts of beer in Jamie, your honor. I your offered honor. you beer last week when I saw you, I believe, and I met you for the first time. Yeah. And I was very unaware, and now I feel very <laughs> awkward, as if Nathan should have told me this before I was trying to offer his wife something to drink while they went and watched the three-hour marathon. Were you marathon. trying to do uh, kill my offspring? That's I wouldn't have known. Wow. She could have said yes, and I would have poured it. <laughs> And he would have drank it. Yeah, yeah, he would have drank it. I would have. I was trying to be nice. Now you have to introduce your wife just like, hello, this is this is my wife, Jamie. She is violently pregnant. I was behind a bar and I was asking him if he wanted a beer. And I said, would you like anything? And she said, no. And I was like, huh, that's kind of strange because I know they like drinking stuff. And then at, and now it all makes sense of why she said that. She was very polite about it. But I was just like, oh, I kind of feel bad because I got him a whole ass beer and she got nothing. And I, I did offer her water or pop. And she also said no to those. Just no so you guys beer? know. No Capco root beer. No, she, she got water and we, got, Capco we root got tasty beer? food no, together. So. We had a great time watching Good. Avatar. Good. Great movie. Oh, so you great were here time. for six hours. Yes. <laughs> Afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to we're going to save that for the uh, the movie hour. Yes. <laughs> the Move this will be the hour. the move off the, the hour where yeah. we record our episodes in an empty theater while the movie's playing. You don't want to have the sound in that empty theater. Let Sounds me tell expensive. you this right now. Have it's a free. No, but it's it's while the movie's playing. Oh, that'd be even so worse. We, we look at we block out the theater yeah. just for us. Yeah, we, we record an episode while, while yeah. we're watching. Oh, the movie. so it's almost like hey, a riff tracks kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a live tape. We're going full yeah. uh full. We'll release Mystery it. Science Theater. Whenever it becomes like on streaming, we'll release the episode and be like, now you can listen to our commentary on this episode. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That'll be great. You can find it on our Patreon, um, Half a Loft Industries. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the guild would love us having our own Patreon. Hey, if you're making money on this, uh, you better be donating all that money to the guild. <laughs> that's probably what yeah, they would say. Yeah, that's probably what they would say. But we're not making any money in case Noreena Scott asks. <laughs> Because Wink. we aren't. Wink. We're not. But we're not. We're in my green room right now. <laughs> we're, yeah, not, we, we, we're not making money on this. I'll tell you that money. right now. Oh, so we talked about non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. <laughs> let's get back into that it. That's a cool trend. So yeah. let's look forward. We talked a lot about 2022. Yeah. Not probably as much as we could have or anyone wants to. I wanted to say one more thing for 2022. Another beer experience. Yeah, let's hear it. Because in the whole of 2022, I was at Cabco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will look fondly upon my time there. <clears throat> I will say what I really enjoyed about 2022 there is the amount of collaborations we had. We yeah. really got Justin and I really hustled and got Cabco's name out there. We had some baller collabs. We had a bunch of NBA stuff. We had some amazing stuff with Flicks, Dimensional, Lua, Alluvial. 
I'm missing so many, but we really got out there and it was awesome to make some killer beer. And mainly it was just cool to see our logo on cans. Yeah. That I were love like, seeing my logo on cans too. Dude, it was awesome. So that's, I'm super proud of that. I'm super proud of the work I put out. I would hope Ooh. so as a brewer. Yeah. I mean, very much 2022 was like the year of Cabco is how I feel. Obviously very egocentric because it was my <laughs> brewery, but you said that you almost raised an entire point on tap. That's not. Yeah, a I guess small I guess I can. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> take this however you want, because I have super mixed feelings about untapped, but. Consumers use it a lot. Yes. When I started there, it was three point five five. And when I left, it was three point six four. Yeah. So I did almost a full ass point in the whole time or not a point, but a tenth of a point. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. While we were there. You aren't going up a full point. That'd be insane. A full point would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> when I, when I talk about points on untapped, I'm talking the the hundredth position. Not yeah, the, for sure. Which is like, I know it's not like, the hundredth, the tenth, sorry. Tenths, yeah. <laughs> Which is like ridiculous to think about. I know, again, like I've said, untapped, kind of dumb. But also people pay a bunch of attention to it. Yes. So for the work that I started, the groundwork I laid, and then Dustin and I continue to contribute and now Dustin and Mason will be continuing to work on congratulations to them. This is the first time this is also <laughs> being mentioned on this podcast. Oh yeah. And yeah, I guess yeah. I'm at Lua now. So hey! I'm, cheers on yeah. time of recording. This is his first week. Yeah, this is, this is, it's the fifth. So I've, this is, I just had my fourth day and came here. Um, I'm just shadowing. I'm in, uh, Zach and Luke's way <laughs> a lot it, with three people back there. It is, uh, it's not a big brewery. No, it's tight. For how much beer gets put out from there? Yeah, it's very they do small. a ton of brewing. I mean, mm. it's a 10-barrel brew house, and they're 20-barrel tanks. They got eight of them. So, flip a beer every three weeks for ales, I think. I'll flip you a beer. Dude, I would love to. Let's, let's crack it. So, yeah. before we start talking about 2023, we're going to mess up the order, because normally the seller challenge is at the uh, end. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do the seller challenge in the middle. We're going to crack yeah, this beer. We're going to talk about the beer, and then we're going to get into 2023 as we enjoy it. Finally, my turn to bring something. Yeah. So this is a Jester King bottle. Mm-hmm. It's called Modern Donsk. Modern Donsk. Barrel-aged farmhouse ale re-fermented with Danish Stevenbeer cherry juice. Oh, it's yeah. A type of cherry juice. What is, uh, can you describe the label? Um, it looks like a yin yang with the label, but it's both two different shades of red. Oh, is that we'll yeah. post a picture of it on Instagram when yeah, this goes up? Yeah, let's do that. That's fun. But it also has a cool face on the top of it. It's like an, a, a little it has a cork. Three, 375 bottle. Yeah. Cor- well, uh, corked yeah. and capped. Would you like me to read the notes? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Blended mature barrel aged wild beer from their cellar with Danish Stevenbeer cherry juice from renowned. Friedrichstahl Kurzbeeren in Denmark. Mm. Unfiltered, unpasteurized, and 100% naturally conditioned. That's the stuff Jester I'm King, talking baby. about. All right. Do we have a way to get that uh, cork out? I have a corkscrew somewhere. Can you do it? I was just Didn't looking at the it. cork. Um, if I had a... Does anyone have a knife? You have a knife, Nathan, right? You usually have one on you. Oh, this could work. I bet it also has the thing on there. Yeah, that might work. It doesn't have a corkscrew. I like emptying my pockets when I come in to record, like being free. He's uh, 
He's not going to push the cork in. He's getting the knife nice and down and in the cork. It's deep. It's deep, and he's trying to twist it. It's been in that bottle since 2020. Oh, really? You've had this for a minute, huh? No, no, no. I got that um, in 2021. I'm going to move my mic away just so I can yeah, work on this. he's going to move his mic away from it. So it's all going to get cut. Can you narrate it? Can we get a play-by-play? I'm play? still working on it. Jack, yeah. can I see that uh, bottle cap? Uh, would you like this bottle cap? I want to take a picture of it. You can have nice. it if you want it. Right. I already have that same bottle cap at home. That's a good bottle cap. Yes, it oh, is. It's working. He's uh, he's twisting. Oh, he's got it. He's got it. The man's got it. It's a great pull. Great pull. Woo! Woo! Did you catch that on Mike? Oh, yeah. Well. Damn, this is a very nice Thanks. So here we go. This is my first. I got you. So I got this bottle from uh, our theater technician who is from Round Rock. Um, and when I was working in Madison, he came back from uh, Round Rock, Texas, a.k.a. right outside of Austin. Uh, and he he brought back a bunch of Jester King for everybody else that wasn't me one time, and I missed out on drinking all of it. And then he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Next time I come up, I'll bring you something special. Hang on, I'm swirling the glass. Or the uh, bottle, okay. and I'm going to pour the rest in, as you should. Unless no one do. Does anyone not like the dregs? Say it now, or otherwise you're going to get dregs. Whatever. Um, okay. I'll be just drag to get social free. Content. Drag free is the way to be. <laughs> dregs. Yes, please. Dregs. 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 There wasn't as much dregs for you. I'm sorry. But yeah. So Victor came back, and he's like, "Here's my apology bottle," and he gave this to me when I was in Madison. I brought it back, and it's been uh, chilling out since. Probably August of 2021. August or September of 2021. So I've had it for a little bit, but um, I'm excited to try it finally. It's just been hanging out. I'm like, I have no reasons to drink this. Wow, these but, uh, are, there's a lot of these. Thanks for considering me an excuse to drink this. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Or I was a like, third of an excuse. well, we were going to bring something. I was going to bring something mean to drink. And I was like, I can't do that to a guest. <laughs> a very spicy stone beer. <laughs> I would have been into it. Well, too bad. <laughs> Apparently, it's undrinkable as the other beer I have. Challenge accepted. What is it? One of those stone pepper beers? Yeah. Is it crime or punishment? Punishment. You don't have both. Uh, I tr- I opened. I got to have some of the other bottle with the person that gave me the se- other <clears throat> bottle. We should try to find both, and then that will be like the seller challenge. It, but I mean, that's an actual challenge to drink. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I want to try it. Someone just posted it on some beer group. And they're like, because it's like from 2013. Yeah. Great names for beers. Yeah. What are they? Are they sours? No, I don't believe so. I I believe it's Arrogant Bastard at the base. Oh, which is a bunch of peppers. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, we got Modern Donsk. Modern Donsk. It's a lot more mellow than I thought it would be. Mm, I know wild fermented beers can be. I mean, it's not super tart. Yeah. Uh, It's nice. It has a good amount of like. (laughs) cherry actual cherry flavor that doesn't feel artificial like a lot of cherries can be right i mean obviously they use real cherry it's jammy yeah it's definitely jammy. it, t- it smells like preserves it does yeah i'm i'm normally pretty sensitive to sour sour styles i wouldn't beer. say it's hyper sour though oh, exactly yeah so like when even some like fruited fruited farmhouse sales that sort of thing like i'm sensitive to it and i really really enjoy it the color's really dope too. It is like a just nice pink foam, like deep red. And yeah, it kind it of smells incredible. Towards the top on it. 
it is like opening up like a, a, a fresh like uh, a farmer's market jam or jelly like of the unbarrel aged blends it is the highest rated one there you go guys you're welcome there we go you're welcome we've done it we've where's done Jester it. King based out of Austin okay I thought they were out of Texas but yeah that's why the, he brought it back all, like, with the him. Danish stuff too I was a little bit confused I was, like, I was very upset when he, they literally he was like I've got all these cool bottles and I had to go back to Iowa and he's like oh we drank it all before you came back to Madison and I was like but I wanted in on that and he's like they didn't even appreciate it and that made me doubly mad <laughs> it didn't help yeah I was like that made it worse for me He's like, don't worry, I will bring you back something. And this is that something. Yeah, that's right. Victor. This is incredible. This is. I could drink a lot of this. It's also really easy to drink for like 7% or whatever it says on the label. Oh, good Lord. 7-1. Wow. Yeah. yeah. For this type of sour, that's pretty high, right? Because normally when you get these types Mm -hmm. of stuff, you're thinking like four, four, five, somewhere in there or not. Because it's finishing at like one. Yeah. Or yeah, it's. I I remember uh, because. Zach Dunbar, uh, head brewer at Lua, now my boss, is like super passionate about Saison and Mixed Firm. Um, and they did a, one of theirs. Saison was like eight or nine Play Doh, is what they knocked out at. So very, very small beers. Mm-hmm. This is much bigger than that. Mm. Much, yeah, exactly. These are, those are like Sonder. Sonder yep. 2 came out last year, which is yes. phenomenal Saison. Um, that was 5% at most. Couldn't, I don't know. I don't think it was 5% because we had that when we were, uh, when I was randomly there with, uh, my regional brewer, Will. Yeah, we did. We had a bottle. I didn't even mean to run into you and now (laughs) you work there. I, that was during, uh, Proxima. Yes. All the time. I know. I've already ran into many people in the four days I've been there. (laughs) It's my local brewery. So hyper local. I live very close to in the what? historic Terrace Hill neighborhood? No. Sherman Hill? Sherman Hill, sorry. Across the MLK. No, I actually live in Drake, but it's the closest brewery to me. Yeah. Which is dope. Jack's very close. That's cool. I'm, uh, yeah, it's like a four-minute car ride, four yeah. or five-minute car ride, depending yeah. on the lights, and then uh, like a 15-minute bike ride. Not nice. even. Not even. If I go down 25th and go through Cottage mm-hmm. Grove real What about fast. a nice spring walk? I would walk. That's fine, too. And then on my way back, I'd go to Black Cat Ice Cream and eat some Ooh. ice cream. Mm, yum. But yeah, so that was a, uh, there's my uh, addition to the seller challenge, guys. Oh, I guess so. I'll say a little more on it. Like I do like the cherry notes really nice. We said it was jammy. Mm-hmm. It's very mellow for That's what I'm a saying. mixed firm sour. Yeah. Um, this is like hot day. I could drink like two of these for sure. Like full, mm-hmm. not pints, but I mean like two pours of this easily and it would be so good. Delicious. I feel like if you could do this with some charcuterie. Oh, yeah. That's you know what I mean. If you, yeah, yeah, with some cheese, some crackers, and maybe some like a nice, like, whiny, like a whiny meat. Yeah. Really that nice. would be so good. I think one of the reasons it's so drinkable is it's got such a dry finish. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's sweet and tart at first, but it really dries out and it makes me want to drink it. It's making me want to come back to it. This is going to sound like a negative to it, but do you remember like. The super dry, effervescent sweet wines, like a Boone's Farm, like the terrible <laughs> oh. strawberry sure. wine. But it's yeah. like it's like cherry wine, but cherry beer. <laughs> and it has this nice, beautiful, like super fruity aftertaste that's just kind of nice. Yeah. Which the, the strawberry wine, very artificial. This very real. 
but like the lingering aftertaste, it just sits like kind of like a super effervescent cherry on the back end. Well, yeah. that's the body helps mm-hmm. with that dryness for sure. I get so much intensity on the nose that doesn't translate necessarily to intensity for me, intensity in the the, the taste, but it makes like you said, it makes it really drinkable because I want to keep coming. What back I think is nice mm-hmm. is it's not medicinal at all. It doesn't no. come off as medicinal because every time I see cherry, that's what I'm worried about is that is that tart cherry mm-hmm. medicinal children's also, medicine stuff. Another thing is it doesn't have the typical minerality that a lot of Jester King like um uh like mixed firms do where it's I'm, like I'm betting they were trying to replicate Danish water. I I don't know. Right? Um I don't know. I don't know. So uh no, it says uh Texas Hill Country Well Water. They're very proud of just using Well, there's your minerality. Well water. No, exactly, yeah, but it doesn't really come through in this. That's a pretty signature flavor mm. in most Jester King. It yeah, very much most so. Their beers. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not as present in this and I don't react as well to that minerality. So this is much better. It's something I can enjoy greater than like if I had like I did have atrial rubicite a few days ago, which is still very nice. But brag about it. Dustin was there over the summer for a vacation. So he brought about it. a ton of bottles back. So I have been spoiled. Thanks, Dustin. Shout out, Dustin. Shout Head Dustin. brewer of Shout Cat out, Cat. Dustin. Thanks, Dustin. So uh, Dustin. probably the most prominent flavor I'm getting on it. Um, cherry, cherry juice, but not mm. just not like um, not like cran cherry ocean spray, but it actually reminds me of uh, I got some specialty selected cherries in the special buys from Aldi during their charcuterie season. Nice. Oh. And this it has a taste a lot like the, the juice from the, the jarred cherries there. Good stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Shout out Aldi. Shout so out Aldi. Aldi. Thank just you. Just opened up a new location over in Windsor Heights. Dude, and the Windsor Heights one it is huge. Boston. Selection's bad so far. It's because it's busier. Oh, More yeah, people are buying yeah. it quicker. Shout Fair out point. to the Urbandale one. Which is better selection. <laughs> that was my favorite. We used that's, to drive 20 minutes from Waukee to get there. Oh, really? You know, all the Don't stuff you guys have one now? We do now, but we didn't, didn't back to. then. Yeah. yeah. That was our the, closest one. The Douglas one is very good. But I really like the Windsor Heights one. I is like the, the Windsor Heights ones because it's technically closer to me. Is it bigger? Or does it seem bigger? bigger. It's okay. bigger. No, it is. The it's more of a bigger. modern Aldi. The Aldi on okay. Douglas has been there for yeah. over, I want to say, close to 20 years. At least 10. That's as long as I've been here. But yeah, it, it, definitely, was was it definitely seems bigger than the Waukee one because I'm out in Adel. So if we go to Aldi, we're going to... We're, we're either hitting Jordan Creek's Aldi in like a run with Trader Joe's and Target... Mm. Or we're Aldi hidden. owns Trader Joe's. Just so no, no, they don't. It's the same company. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. There's two Aldi Google in it. Germany. Yeah, North and, <laughs> and South. And they own this. <laughs> they don't. What? It's the same company. They're two different companies. I thought they split over liquor or tobacco sales into two companies. One or, one original parent company split into two. Interesting. Is this like a Puma Adidas thing? <laughs> what? What? Puma Tell and me Adidas more. are both. Bro- they were brothers. Oh. I didn't know that. They split. They're both German companies. There's stuff that we like. Someone Google I like quick. from Aldi, and there's stuff we like from Trader Joe's. We can Jones. cut this whole thing. I just need no, someone to Google it. I love this. It feels like a really important part to keep. <laughs> my phone's dead, so <laughs> this is the closest I've my come to contributing. It's off because while we're the pod. doing this, can we pour this stout? Yeah, yeah here, actually, someone else yeah, look it up. Pour in the stout. So 
because this is our first episode of 2023, we decided to double up the seller challenge. And we're going from a mixed firm cherry sour from <laughs> Jester King. That's special. To we are going to cookies and cream chocolate and cookies from Evil Twin, New York City, from their Brooklyn brew house. So we get a lot of cool uh, Evil Twin stuff here in Iowa, but it's from one of their their larger distributors, and they have a Brooklyn brew house that gets really weird, really experimental. I went there on the weekend before my sister-in-law got married. I was in New York with her bride-to-be, and I was like, we're going to coffee shops, we're going to breweries, and I took us to Evil Twin because I was so, so freaking pumped. So that was my first time getting to try anything straight from Evil Twin New York, and my, <clears throat> my mind was completely blown. So looking forward to sharing this with you all. I appreciate you sharing it. Here's James' glass as well. So we're going from one thing to the extreme other. Oh, extreme. Extreme other. other. I assume James is furiously looking up this thing. Yeah, I'm on almost all Aldi.com. I can't. We don't need dead air. I can't do Trader this. Trader Joe's was officially Dude, bought by the back. Aldi Nord branch. So it's the North Aldi. If that yeah, makes but there's sense. two. There's Aldi Sud, which is Aldi South, and yeah. Nord, which is uh, North. Trader <sighs> Joe's and its 557 U.S. stores per Scrape Hero are a subsidiary of German chain Aldi Nord, the sibling company of Aldi Sud, which Americans know simply as Aldi, the home of such fan favorite house brands as Mama Cozy's Pizzas, Clancy Snacks, and the Clancy's, and Winking Owl. Clancy Slaps. Oh, Winking Owl Moscato. <laughs> uh, Winking Owl Wine. Very Their cheap. Savignon is. So you're right. You're technically right. It is a Aldi, but it's split from the same Aldi family. Mm-hmm. But like they're two separate companies though. Mm-hmm. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have been for a while since the 1960s. Wow. Okay, this they definitely... split over tobacco. I should have rolled this because there this is some shit in here. There is sure. stuff on the bottom of this can. Feel this. Feel the weight. I shine my flashlight in the bottom of it. The can is heavy. Man, there is still Jay. stuff stuck to the bottom of they it. They shouldn't. <laughs> this can come off as bad for Evil Twin. But you shouldn't be doing this and putting this in cans with that What's much crap a, on the bottom. Oh, wait. It's sludge. I think it's Oreos. Dude, they shouldn't be putting Oreos in a finished James, can. Feel it from the top. And then just like. <laughs> Maybe put some Camden, tal- Camden tablets in there. Yeah, just just, oh, just just hold it. Just doesn't tip look it. like it. Here, I'm just gonna let that go. <laughs> and now we're back. Oh, and we're back. Just in case. Now we're drinking the cookies and cream. We're post Aldi debate. Now we're current uh, cookies and cream debate. It's thick, and at the bottom of this can was a lot of what we are assuming is Oreo sludge, or excuse me, chocolate. Cream cookie sludge. Sandwich cookie. Yeah. Chocolate sandwich. Sandwich, chocolate sandwich cookie. Thank you. I mean, it definitely smells <laughs> like that. I'm also getting like a touch of metallic on Holy the nose, God. which I feel like you can get from just like, a, I don't know. I think your water profile can contribute to it. And also can, like yeah. malt selection, but. It all, I, I mean, I know it's, it's, it's chocolate, so whatever, but I'm getting like a Swiss Mitz hot cocoa on the nose. Oh, yeah, I can 100% see that for sure. Like you get the little marshmallows in there. Are we pro or against the little marshmallows? Love them. Love them. 
Like the one in cereals or Swiss Miss? Swiss Miss. All of the above. The pre-marshmallowed Swiss Miss, specifically. Because they taste different, in my opinion. I'm all about dried marshmallows. Yeah, I like dried marshmallows. No, give me the Swiss Miss. I need to know. <laughs> Wait, what? Because they taste different. Do I you like, like them the both. Swiss Miss tiny little yeah. marsh? Yeah. I don't know the last time I had Swiss Miss. Oh. I mean, I would rather put like full marshmallows yes. in my yes. hot chocolate. But, but I'm never going to be Someone's going to give you a hot cocoa yeah. glass that has the tiny little yeah. pebbles of marsh. At I'm work, I've got a little love. box of hot chocolate sitting next oh. to my desk. So I can like... Swiss Miss? When I'm done with... Yeah, Swiss Miss. When I'm done with... Uh, no free ads. When I'm done with... <laughs> <laughs> when I'm done with coffee for the day, and I, but I still want a tasty drink. Swiss Miss ad break. <laughs> Swiss Miss. Proudly sponsored. Taste the mountain. The... If the Vorloff Hour, proudly sponsored by the Iowa Brewers Guild. <laughs> and Swiss Miss. If we're, if we're going to Switzerland, I want to eat a Toblerone as well. Love Toblerones. Oh, yeah, this is hitting the spot for me. I love it. it my palate is now wrecked <laughs> from going from the last beer to this one. Oh, yeah. And because of the last one, this tastes even sweeter than it probably is. Yeah, I think you're right. And it... <laughs> It almost is hurts my teeth. I don't know. I'm re- I'm I'm reacting to mm. you can't. It's hard. It's hard. I I did drink some water, but that's a hard switch. Mm. Maybe it's I love it. Maybe it's it's dry. It's drier. It definitely is slightly dry. Yeah. It feels like they back ended it with stuff like the beer itself. Like there could be extract in here. It's a pastry thing, so I assume there probably is to make it more shelf-stable so you don't lose that flavor over time. Hmm. There's things I like about it. The cookie comes through for sure, but like, so I'm I'm comparing this to the S'morio stout that Alluvial and Dimensional did, mm. and that was A+, plus, 10 out of 10, Oreo bonkers. Like, I don't know, James. Comparison is a thief of joy, my dude. They don't... Huh? Comparison is a thief of joy, That's my dude. That's what we're here to do. That's what people do on Untapped. <laughs> no, That's what I'm not saying this ever. isn't a good beer. It's, 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 it's fine. So my thing with it is that I feel like they had Ooh. to supplement, you know, because you had the, that 12%, bro. the alluvial one with who was sure. it? Single speed? Dimensional. Dimensional. Like, how much of, the, of that are they packaging? Because this, the they scale. They it off. Right. But the scale of this one where we're getting cans mm, of it. I don't know. How big Iowa? is the New York City brewery? What I'm saying is, if Evil Twin had to make enough of this, you know they had to supplement cost with extract. Yeah, they aren't putting well, fifty billion unless this of one is smaller. Oreo. So I ended up getting this through Tavor. So it is a the Evil Twin New York's distribution is is still quite small. Like I don't think we wouldn't get this in Iowa at Douglas yeah. Half Ivy. Sure. So it is still a smaller. Smaller dish. I mean, they're, st- they're still canning. Smaller, it's still I guarantee twins. it's bigger than most of the breweries in Iowa. This is a small nano brewery. <laughs> you the tell New me. York City one. Yeah. Oh, nano breweries canning stuff? No way. Totally. What's nano to them, though? I don't know. I'm, I'm checking it out. I'm trying. I'm doing research. I didn't see their brewing facility when I visited. I did see their, their barrel room. And it was like long and it was beautiful. It was like long and skinny. Just it, barrels? Just barrels. They have their barrel program. You didn't see their brew house? No. I was just a, I was just showing up, drinking beer. Didn't I know, get to see but I want to, I'm like, well, if he saw it, we could ask Nathan, be like, oh, so which one most closely does it look like here? 
Does yeah, it look like this one? Well, to be fair, I guess I haven't seen everyone's barrel room in Des Moines, but this room know. used to have a ton of barrels in it. This room here? Much bigger mm-hmm. than this room. Not this room. Out here. Oh, I was going to say. My brewery that. used to have a ton of barrels in it. I would say square footage rise, probably similar. Their barrel room, similar to your your brewery square footage. But just rise. for barrels. Just for barrels. Dope. Man, I wish I had more room for barrels here that weren't It's like a 15 everywhere. barrel brew house. Nano. Oh. 15 barrels isn't that much. You no, know, but when you say 15 barrels, that's more micro than it is nano. <laughs> Did it, What's the max limit of nano? That's what I want to know. Small nano brewery. It's more about like output, isn't it? Yeah. 15's not that big. It reclaims 15. Yeah, but that's still bigger than here. That's still, you know what I mean? It's not like I don't but consider 15, I don't so consider this, Flix a nano brewery. No, listen, we're getting caught up on nano and micro. I'm saying it's the same <laughs> size as like an alluvial or us or something like that. So they totally could package. They either have a can or they have someone come in. What I'm saying is I bet they. So this is probably all like cookies and stuff. If it was just cookies, then they. I won't say it. I mean, maybe. I think there's I'm agreeing with. So I don't even know why we're fighting. I agree with you. I think there's a flicks brew ass, but that's the uh, that's the barrel. That I like that. That's cool. Uh, I'm agreeing with almost a year old. I don't even know why I'm fighting with you, because I think there's extract in this. (laughs) I think they supplemented cookies with extract. Yeah, I think there's, I mean, the more I'm like ruminating on it, there's a bunch of cookie bullshit in here. So I'm thinking like the extract is minimal. It might be more like aroma, but I'm getting some sort of like. It has this weird aftertaste. This metallic, cheap note that's like, not like, I I don't want to say cheap. I'm saying like, instead of Oreos, they use like Hydrox or like, which I know Hydrox is the original. Oreo came afterwards, (laughs) but Oreo perfected it. But I'm saying they like, or, or they or the Clancy, you know, the Clancy's. I mean? yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about those ones that if you grew up as a, a Christian in a small town, those weird shaped ones that tasted really bad that were like a chocolate Nathan? sandwich cookie? I don't know. I grew up as a Christian in a small town, but I don't know what these cookies you know, are. You go to community, you, you <laughs> no, go after the, the service was over and they were like, like the floral ones? shaped in it. Yes, and yes, yes, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones yeah. you get from like is. Fairway. Yeah. And then, and then the, they also had the wafer cookies that were also still there. I'm an yeah. atheist now. This is probably why they gave us the they gave me the wrong sandwich cookies. Say, but they had a floral say, pattern in them. No, though. I know exactly Oreos. what you're talking about. Yeah, and yeah. Because they, churches, because they also had the vanilla ones, and then they had the ones that were half chocolate, half vanilla. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and, and they tasted the cream was off because it was grainy. It was bad. And it, it 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 tasted just as bad, even if you kept it in milk for two minutes. It's no wonder so many people have become atheists. <laughs> It's the only reason cookies cookies. are turning them. No, it's the bad cookies. They didn't spend the money on the good cookies. Maybe Oreo has a agenda they don't agree with. Speaking of agendas, (laughs) let's get back on ours. And now that we've had a couple delicious beers, Mm -hmm. very different, very different beers. That is for certain. Oh, yeah. Let's look forward to 2023. Yeah. As. As a brewer. That's the worst thing I could have ever watched you oh do. My goodness, that's going awful. to curdle. Okay, <laughs> it's not going to curdle. It's um. Anyway, looking forward to twenty twenty three, listener. What I see now will not be posted to social media. It's, oh yeah, look at the sediment. <laughs> There's cookie sediment in there. Yeah, that's real cookies. I'm not saying they're Oreos. Those are real cookies. It looks like a Long Island iced tea now. <laughs> I mess. I I love a good lit. I do not. You don't like Long Islands? No, because it's just booze with a splash of Pepsi to make it look like it's tea. What's wrong with that? I don't like mixed liquor that much. 
Mm. I'm trying to get us back on topic, but I can't. It's 2023. 2023. What are you, as a brewer, looking forward to in 2023, beer trends-wise or otherwise? I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to my new job, for sure. Yeah. Brewer at Lua. Brew boy. Man. Brewman. A brewman. Mr. Brewman. I'm very excited for that. Um, although there's a lot of festivals, have more opportunities to go to more festivals. That'll be fun. More travel and non-Iowa festivals. Yeah, I'm going to Miami next month. Hell yeah! So, oh yeah, um, for Wake Fest, Jay Wakefield. Nope, I never had any of their beer, but they're down there. Cool. And they're having a festival. Nice. So we're going, and some other stuff. Burfest. I love Burfest. Burfest best way to start the year. All the homies are there. We eat food. I'm going to eat more food. I'm committing to eating more food so that I'm not as drunk the next day. <laughs> Usually a solid plan. Good call. As Horse. a redhead, my least favorite part about beer festivals is the sun. It's tough. Yeah, that's oh, why. Yeah, that's true. Burfest is great for that reason. And You're also, right. they have a little less. Well, last time I went, they had a little less selection than some of the other festivals, which is actually a good thing for me because I didn't feel this weird. Uh, I don't know. I'm not getting Bomo? my money's worth. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I felt like there was a, a good number of really good breweries represented that felt manageable to taste something from most of them. I yeah. really like Burfest. Burfest is great. There's some good breweries that aren't there, and I don't know why. Maybe we need to cause a stink. I'm so stinky. That's but okay. They'll They'll fix it in 2024, or I don't want to say. Things might happen. Wow. Is that a threat? <laughs> it's not a threat. It's just, I don't know. Things happen. Wow. Oh, interesting. <laughs> now that's a weird. Okay. If I don't see my team there in totality in 2024, I'm flipping tables. I'm going to kick Breeze out <laughs> to bring other ones in. Fair. It's that fair. day. Yeah. We're waiting in the to just jump in. 2023 is for me to just get insanely strong. Look like seventies Arnold. I know yeah. a guy that can help you with that. Liver King over here. Yeah, I'm gonna. I've I've been eating ham and livers. <laughs> Delicious. Sherman Hill's hottest liver. Uh, <laughs> Anything else you're looking forward to in 2023? Yeah, though? for sure. Non non professional goals, but more beer beer period. Yeah, I was like gonna say, I'm, like, I'm coming back. I'm coming back to styles. So we're gonna see the trend of loggers continue. Hazies aren't going away. Okay, Jamil. And everyone else who was talking crap about them 10 freaking years ago. Chill. It's over. They've won. Hazies are here to stay. They might mellow out. They're not going to be as sweet. We're cutting back a little bit. Okay. We're starting to find a little more balance. Mm. Balance in the sense that they're not as extreme. Those are staying. Pastry stouts. Still here. Thick boys. They're still here. Palettes have changed. We're going to see more alternatives continue to go. Gluten-free sours. <clears throat> Seltzers. What do you want to see, though? What do I want to see? I want to see more lower ABV beer. I want to see 4.5%. English Rock Miles are fine. I want to see more of the styles I like. That's oh, a 30-minute timer. <laughs> and that wasn't me. That was me. It's a 30 minute timer for beers that are in a freezer right now, everybody. It is. Do you want to let me finish my thought? Yeah, finish your thought. Lower ABV beers, 
for sure. Like I want a hazy that's like four percent, and I can have like three of them and then go home and be fine. So would they be maybe a little like session hazies, or would they just be? Well, yeah, session hazy. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. I'm not gonna call it a session, but that's fine. I wish they would, but that phrase <clears throat> "session" isn't popular. So interesting. Session, whatever, whatever. Just like we brewed one with Brightside Gossamer. It was four and a half percent. That was it wasn't great. with Brightside. It was with a. Uh... It was with Brightside. Oh, was it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was with a. Uh... Reunion for some reason. Oh no, that was the water cooler romance, That's an Italian good. pilsner. Which you know what? I'm bringing them fucking back. <laughs> I'm making them even bigger. But Gossamer was great, four and a half percent, and it was so good. We crushed so many of those during the Candor Brew Day. Like yeah, it was I'm pretty sure like, I drank beautiful. a full uh, crowler of that by myself. <laughs> it's it, it was phenomenal. And like you were, I was fine. fine. <laughs> I think a lot of people are hung up on the fact that they don't want to sacrifice. A lot of people are like. But what about the body? Blah, blah, blah. But if you do it right, you don't have to sacrifice any of that stuff. Totally. And this one was done right. It was mashed super duper high. It was a low. It was not a very big wort. Finished it like four and a half percent, but still finished it like four Play-Doh. Mm-hmm. And it was a thicky. It was delicious. It was super approachable. Pale. Super pale. Yeah, the color was amazing. And it's just like continue to crush. And it's like if people can keep those around. Loggers already are like lower ABV. Like I want to drink more beer, but I don't want to stop at two because I'm drunk. I'm catching a buzz. I love that. Um, I mean, we're going to see seltzers go. Do I want to see seltzers go? I don't care. I don't care about seltzers. Whatever makes you money. If you're passionate about it, go for it. I really have no opinion about it. Um, seltzers, hazy, pastry. Oh, you know I love a big, thick boy. I'm all about that. I'm all about highly adjuncted stuff. I like going into the snack section. Let me throw that into a stout. <laughs> I don't care. The munchie bag can't go in that beer, can it? Mm. I had an evil twin beer at in New York that had Twix. Twix in it and a bunch of other candy bars. Love Twix. Fantastic. Caramel chocolate stick bar. Exactly. Insert name. <laughs> Yum. I Yeah, I as for I don't know. That's I guess that's it. I don't know, man. I'm just excited about beer. Beer's in a great place right now. From Fra- my perspective. The craft is still definitely growing. But before I get on my opinion, we gotta get these beers out of a freezer. Yeah, let's do that. Hey everybody, we're back. We just got the beers out of the freezer. 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 Hop freezer. There's hop a bunch freezer. of hops in there. We're drinking shake weight. It's a Lua black stack. Milkshake IPA, strawberry, pineapple, milk, sugar, vanilla. To me, it tastes like the cereal from the milk from cereal. Oh, yeah. Like a strawberry oh, wow. cereal milk. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Or like, um, you know, the honeycombs. Yeah. With the strawberry bits. You ever eat vanilla ice cream and you put that really terrible artificial strawberry syrup on it. But then mm, that then neon it, shit. Yeah. And then you swirl it around and then you have the, the drags at the bottom and then you mm-hmm. drink that. Ice or have drinks. you ever made strawberry milk with that? Yeah, hundred percent. It tastes like that. I'm strawberry thinking the, like I'm thinking like the artificial strawberry that you're talking about syrup over top of angel food cake. Oh, or even like you know you you get a jar of strawberries and you've got that strawberry juice that's mm-hmm. in there over top of angel food cake. I'm nodding. Also, tastes like a pixie stick is what I said at the first <laughs> uh, first go. My first taste was red those big stick. chewy sweet tarts that they used to sell like oh, giant sweet tarts. Oh, I, I can those. see that. That was like it shot me back to like. When I was like four years old, I, I, just, I also want to know. Taiwa. I also want to know. Taste exactly that. 
Thank you. I also want to note that this is like it's a master filling right the there. room with aroma. Like it's it smells. It smells. That's a bad phrase. You shouldn't say it smells. <laughs> it 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 smells. It's, it's pretty intense. It's aromatic. It it's is very aromatic. Yeah, it is noseful. Good stank. Well, let's get into my 2023. I want to hear about your 2023. I also don't think Hayes is going anywhere. I don't think pastry's going anywhere. And also, in my opinion, if it makes you money and you're doing it, make your money. Like, yeah, just make your money. I want to see more Iowa breweries thrive. Yeah. And if it keeps your lights on, doors open and people mm-hmm. are drinking it and mm-hmm. that's what they want to drink, by all means, do it. Yeah. Make am my I, make your nut, my little squirrel. Am I going to drink all of that pastry stuff? Absolutely not. I like one every now and then when we do stuff like this. I yeah. like I like tasting them. But for me, I'm only like a one to two ounces mm-hmm. perfectly okay yeah, for me. You're splitting the can with friends. You're not buying a four pack for yourself. Well, I'm not even just splitting a can can with friends. I'm splitting the can with friends, having a couple sips and I go, does anybody else want Your the rest of this? Your friends are bringing the cans and you're having a little bit of it. You're yeah. not bringing a can. Yeah, Jack is I'm bringing something up. I'm bringing his friends cans. Yeah, I, I'm always after my friends cans. We actually just did, um, <laughs> I went to a casserole party. Yeah. Hosted yeah. by uh, the king, the medium sized king. The What are we calling you? The we young can't call king. you the young, the young king, king anymore. I'm still no, the young you, king. The title has to change. <laughs> Why would it have to change? Because now you've grown up. No, I'm you've still the young on. king. Is he the regular size king? Yeah, he's just king. King James. Regular oh, I guess that's LeBron. Oh, king huh? James. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's LeBron. If he yeah, we don't want him coming after us. No, this is Iowa King James. <laughs> I don't like that either. I, I well, like the young king. It. Anyway, the young king. Uh, hosted at uh, James's house. crown did not change. It's the <laughs> same crown. I gave him the crown. Mm-hmm. A crown. Yeah, I feel like the story needs to be told on the podcast sometime. But uh, I don't know the start of that story. Yeah. I came into we it. Need I have no idea. Um, you just being called the young king? I thought you started that. I didn't start that. Okay, not, this is for another pod. This. Yeah, let's go. Anyway. Hosted at... James's place, sorry, sorry. Yeah, 2023, yeah, yeah. but it was a bottle share yeah. and a casserole party, and like 90% of the bottles were either super dope, super sour, wild fermented sours, mm-hmm. or barley wines. Or barley wines. I'm glad I missed it. And folks. then, and then <laughs> the other flip side, mostly pastry stouts. Well, is not a, it's super thick, super sweet, and like I had a ton of them, and that was that's the experience I want with them. It's yeah, like, I want a bunch of different ones. But that's not like I can't just drink the one. Yeah. Like, I need to try a bunch of different ones. You know what we've what I've learned from that? Bring what? something else. Um, you I brought to, lager. I brought a twelve pack of lager, and everyone really appreciated. You were very it. smart. Like yeah, literally, Jack's we, like, I got some Yingling guys. Here you go. He brought um Lagerado from Odell. Lagerado, which was it served its purpose. Uh, <laughs> and we, we did not have enough of it. So no, I, we did not. I ended up go puffing a twelve pack of Modelo. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I had one. We because we had we had to. Here's a, here's my tip for bottle shares, guys. You probably already know this. You need to have a lot of lager. Yeah. You need to have it's light to cleanse beer. your palate. Absolutely. It's your have water, some saltines. Right? Just some water and bread or goldfish. Goldfish are actually surprisingly goldfish are great. Ooh, not very flavorful. So you, you could know, either do saltines you- and water, or you could do a lager. Yeah. Yeah, or both. Goldfish and did lager. you know they make unflavored goldfish? So you could actually just go with goldfish. But they're not. They're they hardly flavored. Are unflavored yeah, goldfish? Fish? Are unflavored goldfish like oyster crackers? Oh, Pretty much no. But they actually yum. the regular goldfish doesn't good. have a flavor. The goldfish original, which I guess is harder to find than just the regular cheddar, is not flavored. Hmm. But going on with that, it's just like I had. Go make your money. 
Go make like, your money. I want you to make the best version of it. Yes. But like, yeah. if that's what keeps you open, please continue doing mm-hmm. it. Whether that's fruited sours, fruited seltzers, mm-hmm. pastry stouts. Um, I would like you to make more lager. I would like everyone to make more lagers and like James said, lower ABV stuff. But me, myself as a brewer, I, and James alluded to this a little bit, I want to see hazies move away from Iowa sweet to back to how they used to be. Like New England IPAs when they first came, they had a fairly high IBU count. Um, Find that balance. Yeah, exactly. Pull back make, a little bit. Make it actually more balanced. We were talking about this off mic beforehand. Is is this beer balanced? And they're purposefully unbalanced. Hazy's one, especially in Iowa, it's just like blast them with the non-bitter hop flavor. And sometimes that comes with a hot burn, which I also don't like when they're super young. Yeah. And but it's just like find 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 that balance. It's just like let's let's find the perfect balance of hop flavors and aromas that are off-putting to new craft people. And that's why a lot of people that are getting into craft like these hazies for IPAs. Mm-hmm. It's because it's not bitter, and yeah. it's. When people say hoppy, a lot of newer people aren't hearing. They're saying bitter, hop flavor, not bitter. Yeah. Which is great to see because hoppy doesn't mean just bitterness. Yeah. It's a flavor and potentially a bitterness. Yeah. yeah. I want to see more balance in that. And Flix has made a lot of more, slightly more bitter ones. And that's what I think mm-hmm. our nebulous hazy mm-hmm. has differentiates itself with other Citra Mosaic IPAs is that it actually has some bitterness to yeah. it. But if it was just like every other one, it's like it's a dime a dozen. Like it's just like they're all citrus mosaic IPAs and they all taste fairly very much similar. So the bitterness sets it slightly apart. And I think if people started adding a little touch more bitterness to things, I think hazies could be a little bit better of a style. In yeah. Iowa specifically. In in other places I know that there's a little bit more breath to it. But like in Iowa, we have to cater to the Iowa palate. And the Iowa palate is sweet. Well, even the and American palate, yeah. Yeah, yes. yes. But in Iowa specifically, because I talked to all the other Flix brewers, right, that are from around the country, mm-hmm. and Iowa specifically, when I'm talking about ending a hazy IPA at 4.5, they're like, oh my God, 4.5 degrees Play-Doh? That's insanely high. Which is 10.18 for those that use standard gravity. Thank you. Thank you so much. You. Um, So they're like, oh my God, that's so high. I'm like, no, in fact, that's actually not sweet very much at all for some of these hazies we're putting out imposter syndrome was six and a half yeah that was dope could and some, won a, an award for hazy ipa not in this state but that's fine could that's 1026 that be, for those that use standard gravity could some of that be oh regional God. as well because i think <laughs> of, i is. think of hazies from minneapolis and like hazy oh, black sack is so sweet yeah yep. and, and they're and like they're I mean, I, I really like them. Like you got your black stacks, you've got your, you're like your weld works, which, mm-hmm. you know, Colorado's not necessarily like, I think there's are as sweet as they are more but, bitter too. Yeah. But I just mean like, you know what I mean? Like, I, it, it, I don't know. Is it, is it an Iowa thing specifically? But if I think of like the stuff that the regional stuff Pequod's bringing in, if I'm like really excited about a hazy again, I think it matches what we're doing here. Well, in Carmel, Indiana, which is technically part of the Midwest. Yeah. Ours are much sweeter than theirs. Okay. So this, they still actually have more of a West Coast palate than for IPAs than we do. Yeah. So do we know broadly what 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 beer slash what brewery pushed our palate a little sweeter as it comes to like thick hazies? I mean, I think it, it's not what pushed it. It's just it got more people into craft. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting people that aren't into craft beer into craft beer because the sweetness helps them 
identify something they like about craft yeah. beer. So I mean, I, it helped me like broader styles of IPAs more. I, I think it's just I a broader to, approach, and now yeah. we're appealing to a more wide audience. It's just like look how movies have become, right? Blockbusters. It's just like yeah. they've all become sort of vanilla. They're becoming more, you know, the same thing, the same strokes, the same beats, all that sort of stuff. Beer is also doing that same thing because we're trying to make more money, so we're trying to appeal to a wider audience. And what is a wider audience like? Less bitterness, less aggressiveness, and more. That's why, like, that's why they like their domestic style lagers is like they all taste. I mean, there's differences and mm-hmm, they're very mm-hmm, hardcore mm-hmm. about their differences and what they like and what they don't like. But we're trying to get those people in our doors. Yeah. And we need to go reach across the other side and bring them on our side. And one thing that does that is not pushing them away with this, but bringing them in. And this, I think the sweetness helps with that. Because who doesn't mm-hmm. like dessert? Mm-hmm. And who doesn't like a little bit of sweetness? So it's yeah. easier on that end. I think it's actually harder to get a domestic person in on a craft lager. People mm-hmm. that already like craft beer, you can then start switching them to craft lager. But like, you can't go Bushman. You love Bush Light? Have my craft lager. That's a harder swing than Bushman. Try this other sweet beer that is good. And then you can start pulling them in. I don't know, James. What I've, do you think? I've tried Bushman. that unsuccessfully with multiple friends who yeah. are into... Bush Light or Michelob Ultra. I think you really have to trust your front of house. Not a sponsor. Yeah. To like, we had pretty good success with a Cabco with our Mexican lager and our American wheat. As long as they can sell it right, you can usually convert some people. But honestly, <clears throat> I don't know. If they don't, if they're not adventurous, they're just going to be like, I just want my Michelob. Right. We have yeah, a lot like, of that okay. here too. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. I want more people to drink more I just think Iowa the, beer. Yeah, I just think the Bushman might be more accepting of being like, here's something new and different. That's I'm not trying to get you to like the, our Bush Light equivalent. Mm-hmm. Here's Flix Apple. True, because it, it, yeah. in that <laughs> Flix Apple, I love that. <laughs> Flix Apple. In that way, it's it's like something that they haven't had before, Gripping and so you they don't have an expectation, for right? It, and they can be surprised. I just, oh, wow. I like, you know, like, is that, is that kind of it? I just want to get more people into craft beer. And I hope in 2023, we didn't have as much growth in 2022 as I would have liked to see in the craft beer market. So that's another thing I'm hoping for is that we can continue to get more people in. And if that's a craft lager, yes. Yeah. And once again, if that's pastry stout, yes. I am a brewer who wants to sell beer to people. Yeah. For me personally, I that's the hazy. I want the bitterness to come back because I was always more of a West Coast guy than I was a mm-hmm. hazy. And so the hazies I like best have a little bit more bitterness. Yeah, you're a piney guy, not a heady topper. Heady so heady topper is quite bitter. Is it? Okay, sorry. I messed up. Would it, so it would be Julius then, right? Like Julius, Treehouse. definitely. Okay, yeah, so Treehouse Julius. Guy, yeah. not a, not Julius a, I actually just had a heady topper a couple <laughs> weeks ago. My, How uh, was it? I would love to try one again. So different. Like, and you pour it and you go, this isn't really that hazy. It was hazy because of other things, right? Well, it was dry hopping, right? Right. And it wasn't, it wasn't hazy. Like this is thick and I can't see through it. It has some haze, not like, you know, thick haze. Yeah. And it wasn't super sweet. It has a decent amount of bitterness to yeah. it. It's not crystal clear like a piney. It's also not as piney, right? Yeah. So Hetty's more of a citrus forward, bitter okay. mm-hmm. New England that has some haze to it. Mm-hmm. Piney, you know, pine, mm-hmm. fruit. A little bit of that stuff, a little bit of woodiness to it, a little bit of dank. Yes. Crystal clear sort of thing. Tasty. So, so that's the West Coast equivalent of yeah. the nice old school bitterness, blah, blah, blah. 
I mean, it's changed too. Let's not yeah. get ourselves. It's also changed because you're not going to just sit on a beer and not ever change it ever. Exactly. And then Hetty Topper has also changed, but I'm fortunate enough to have people I know from Vermont and stuff that bring me stuff every year and I get oh, to try yeah. it. And um, I had it this year and again, and I just pour it out and I go, this is just so different from yeah. when New England's, that's why they were called New England's. And then we called it hazy because it's a better descriptor for all of it. New England's are their own subset of hazies. Yeah, for, yeah, sure. for sure. And they're a little bit more bitter and I yeah. like them better. Yeah. Cause I there's also a, cloud drop. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really um, more like, I mean, I, you know, I'm, this is off the cuff. It's not like technical, whatever, but I mean, like when you're talking about hazies that we brew, you know, these are super adjunct heavy yep. beers that are using yeast that isn't flocculating. Oh, who these <laughs> that, children are. We're going to wave that. Oh, yeah, grants. I okay. can't hear you, bud. Um, the super adjunct heavy, you know, 40% is like oats and wheat. Mm. And then it's interacting with the yeast and the hops, blah, 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 blah. It's creating this sort of visual turbidity that is uh, incredibly attractive, in my opinion. Um, but it's definitely not what Heady Topper is. Right. I mean, that's just like dry hop haze is what mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's putting a bunch of hops into it. And it's uh, but it's crazy how that's how it's evolved in like 15 years, 20 yeah. years. I mean, even it's not that old, is it? Is it? I bet it is, actually. Yeah, a few a couple years ago, I had a New England IPA from McKellar, San Diego, mm. while I was out in North Carolina, and it was in the it was at like the front end of like the our current hazy craze. So it was like twenty, yeah, it was twenty twenty actually twenty yeah twenty 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 one maybe, and <clears throat> I was expecting current style New England hazy hazy fruit bombs like you mm-hmm. know that sort of thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was the more traditional new england style which was still a, a really nice hoppy full hop flavor light bitterness like it was you prefer the other though I, I do so i wasn't expecting that so like my expectations were what killed me but it was it was great like if my expectations didn't set me up for failure i would have really loved it sure and i had that after like a this monster like triple ipa that just like blew my mind so i was a little bit and probably your palate and my palate it's a little 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 skewed but i had a speaking of top heady topper and uh uh pliny i was out in colorado early this year and i saw pliny the elder and i was like oh crap i get a chance to try it at a at a in just a regular beer store and i was looking at it and then I turned my head and saw some monster stouts from Anchorage. And I was like, well, I just got to get that instead. <laughs> so, so for me, if we're good to move on to. Oh, no, uh, yeah, absolutely. 2022. Yeah. So I know about Jack and James 2023, the new year this year. Jack and James both mentioned that uh, lower ABV beers. Absolutely. Probably is what they're looking forward to. Is that just us as brewers? Maybe well, not. I don't think it's just used brew. I think it would be a good thing, and a great thing for for customers for the scene. But guests for, for guests, sorry, but for me as a beer drinker, when I'm on our podcasts, it's the most I drink. I'm normally like a one beer, one beer guy. When I go some, when I go somewhere, I'll get like maybe a small flight, or I'll get like a beer. 
So I'm going in the other direction. This year, 2020. You're committing to drinking I all the time. No. Thick, thick, thick. In thick, 2022. Thick. I only want half a beer. I had a beer that was 22. Did you just say this year, 2022? In 2022, I had a beer that was 22.4% ABV. It's too high. It was amazing. It's too high. I what loved it? it. It was a 10-year anniversary stout from uh, River North Brewing in Colorado. Never heard of it. Blew my mind. Incredible. Keep your eye out for Mr. Sandman. That's a special, special beer. I would... I would... Yeah, whatever. Uh, so here's what I want. I want to top that. You want to go 20, higher? I want 23%. I can't want 24%. Well, what's our limit? We can't... I know we can't Iowa. So it would be... A, uh, 18 or 19. 18 or 19. Be a dream. Which you is know new, what? right? Mm-hmm. Well, you can get that though. For obviously, you just drank a twenty-two, <laughs> so you need to. You're, you're trying to find a twenty-three, twenty-three, twenty-five. What's Let's the get point? Up there, you just want to drink booze at some point. Yeah, why aren't you just drinking whiskey? I mean, I do drink whiskey, but it he was, wants peanut butter whiskey. It was no, uh-huh. I do not. He wants you want sweet pas- whiskey. You want a pastry whiskey? <laughs> I yeah. do pastry not. Whiskey. I do pastry not. Pastry whiskey. whiskey. Yeah. We can have. You know, you can do that. You can just put can, chocolate syrup, just and a just little bit of peanut butter, just drink a screwball all the time. You know, you get a nice four roses. Batch one of screwball. Screwball. Get four roses. Right, we can chocolate have syrup. Four roses. Butter, whip it up. Toss it back. We can the have a separate Morloff hour where we just talk about whiskey, and oh, then we should do we that. Just, like, can I be this back the, for that? We just completely diverge, divulge into our full, our full bearded white. That's guy. the Burloff hour. <laughs> the Burloff oh, hour. Shoot. Bourbon. No, honestly, Burr. yes, it was the beer I had this past year was twenty two point four percent. It was obscene. Was it a Blondale? Oh no! I said it was a stout. Oh, <laughs> but I, it didn't. It didn't drink that hot. It was I depending on how it's made so, and how it's fermented, though. It shouldn't be hot. I was so impressed, and so that's what I want. I want to top it. Fortified beer. I want to top it. So you can, you can. Oh, I guess. Hmm. So we need to find you so a twenty-three percent or high. So state of Iowa, just take off the limit. Just let brewers brew. Would you do an ice stout. Ice distilling is, is illegal. <laughs> Ice distilling is illegal. And I've definitely never had one from any home brewers either. I mean that no one's no one's watching you guys. Um, <laughs> that's my twenty twenty three. Never had it accidentally happen Above here. Above twenty two point four percent. Ice distilling is like so you you have a beer that's been fermented. You freeze it. The water freezes. The alcohol doesn't. It's like partially frozen. Right? Yeah, you move the you, beer off of it. and then You move the beer off of it, and then you can... You get a concentrated beer, baby. What is it called? Ice, stout. <laughs> ice beer. 2023. Ice no, uh, yeah, Icebox. Uh, Applejack? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. How many people do you think have gone blind from that shit? But I really want to I really want to taste it, though. Jack, do you still have that mead? Yeah. This is a throwback oh! to last time. I was just at my parents' house. I'm actually going back this weekend. I'll grab some. That's Please closet do. Mead, I right? will send you a text. It's closet mead. Yeah, it's growler mead. <laughs> Dude, the closet challenge is what that's going to be called. <laughs> we also need to freaking uh, uh, Drew's Brews, <laughs> a.k.a. Drew. Yeah, we need him to we move need his, uh, We need his grape juice swine. <laughs> he needs to shake it up in a window. <laughs> Gross. Throwback. Watch the, or listen to the West Hill episode, y'all. Yeah, West Hill guy. Shout out. Wow. Oh, shout out to West Hill. Wild. All right, Tyler. What's your 2023? What are you looking forward to? I thought we were going to do predictions first. Oh, and I then know. what I hope well, for. Do whatever, exactly. do whatever you want. Do yeah. Yeah. Start with your, give it to us. Start with your predictions. And well, we're going to okay. tell you how you're wrong. Yeah, probably. 
Actually, generally, they're more correct than we are for predictions yeah, because they're the drinkers and we're the makers. So we cater to them. We're we're jaded and cynical <laughs> and angry. Why don't people drink lagers? I want what I, you I want what you want. I say uh, that every day. Um, Lager. I think still hazy's for sure. Uh, a couple of years back when I went to San Diego, um, all the smaller brewers were doing murky IPAs. Do you you need to tell me the difference? And then I'm going to tell you how that's just as ridiculous as me arguing Correct. cold IPA. Yeah. We're going to get there next. That's on the list, too. OK, um, so uh, I think it's just like an absurd amount of suspended hop hop matter to the point where it's like not hazy anymore, but it's actually like kind of green tinted, kind of gray tinted. So they're lazy. Yeah. Their equipment doesn't work. Yeah, maybe. But it, murky murky. For real, that's there were so many murky IPAs on the menu, and it was a little off-putting to me. But it was trendy there, and I said, "How long is it going to be before this makes it to Iowa?" I feel like the way hazy is going, with consistently more and more adjuncts and putting lactose in and leaving more a little little bit of particulate in there. Wait, we're going to get there. Lactose in your IPA? You bet. We just had one. Yeah, yeah. That's a milkshake IPA. Right. <clears throat> I yeah. agree. But you just sound, you just made it sound absurd. I'm like, we just had an IPA with lactose in it. But but that the intention was a milkshake, milkshake. though. Which yeah, was, was, few, which was the precursor puree. to hazy in Des Moines specifically. We're not seeing Mark. No, I don't I'm, think I don't think we will. But I'm uh, triggered. Hey Christ! But this could be the year. No, it's it's been a couple of years, so I was actually kind of surprised it didn't make its way here. Maybe it's for the best. We can cold crash here because I our our winters get cold. Uh, I'm. I can't. Also, murky is a negative connotation. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would you ever want to call something murky? I don't like, know. Like, Black Sack, like, it's has like a used moist IPA. Murky, I like, should look at them, too. Like, Merc Lords. Oh, it's They're the Merc. What was it? They're the only, using the only IPA I would consider murky that I've ever seen was an over-oxidized one that looked gray. Yeah, right. murky's, like, Ooh. dark, right? Yeah. It, can, it yep. can be. Seems like a negative adjective. Yeah. It was a thing. Um, But a more, a more uh, optimistic, I'm going to... I'm sorry if I trigger you again, but here, trigger warning. I just, I just cold find that cold IPAs, IPLs. No, we're okay with that. He likes them too. Okay. Well, I, this, it's the, longer the, adjacent. It's how we, it's yeah. how we define them is what triggers him. Yeah. But he also yeah, yeah. likes it. It doesn't trigger so. me. I just feel like we can come to style guidelines, but then they need to make them. Yeah. Okay. No, you keep going. No, I, just, I just think it's, it's been really cool to see some breweries putting out. Um, no one's done an IPL. No one likes IPLs. We're talking about, Cold IPAs. Cold IPAs. That's the trend, yeah. Um, but also the idea of having uh, a little more hop-forward lagers, too, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. like uh, kind of push old-style guidelines, but still stay true, true to the style enough, but maybe maybe try a little experimentation. Um, that's sure. been cool. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would like to see more hoppier lagers and more clean, clear IPAs. Again, like mm-hmm. West Coast mm-hmm. IPAs, but with modern hops. I I'm do, not, I I'm do not like, saying it's going to happen, but well, I mean, I think people do do that. I mean, I, I think we are seeing it is cool how you're right. Like how more I guess I think this is why they reclassified them as American. Or yeah. They like they said that they, you know, like the BJCP, <laughs> the Brewers Association, the Brewers Association, Big brother took it away from West Coast and was like, well, just that's just the, the homogenization of beer, period, you mm. know, just with social media and. It's easier to the world's smaller, right? Communication. So 
It's not West Coast, it's American IPA. So yeah, bitter, clear. We're not putting caramel malt in there anymore. Really smarter interpretations aren't. You can throw some Munich and Vienna, that's fine. Yep. Mix up your base malts a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I guess bitter up to like 50 or 60 and then I think let the... Can, I think under that though, I mean, American can be, West Coast can be under the umbrella of American. Because there's different subsets of every style of beer though. Yeah, I guess. Like I, West I would Coast just call Pilsner them American. Pilsner. West Coast Pilsner is a Pilsner. Right. That's what I'm saying is West Coast Pilsner is a style under Pilsner. Mm-hmm. Just like West Coast IPA can be a style but then, under then no, IPA. So who really West wants Coast to drink a West Pilsner Coast IPA? Push the, the IBU limits of what a Pilsner can be. Yes and no. Is that the idea? Or I'm going like to table, table this until we can talk to Zach. Because Zach got very into it. That's <laughs> why that's there. That's why we have a four pack of tools. You're allowed here. to talk about it oh. without him. I the so what he said why it was like a West Coast Pilsner mm-hmm. is that all in the kettle mm-hmm. were low alpha um um oh my god what am I thinking hops, hops? like German hops yeah. what are they called noble hops noble, noble. continental <laughs> yeah I think I said continental off mic but like yeah so low alpha so it's like a ton to get up to that like bitterness yeah IBU mm-hmm. level yeah. And then dry hopped with citron mosaic. Hmm. Sounds great. It's I mean, good. I agree. It was great. We had it earlier, but off mic. Delicious. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. I, but it, that's different honestly, from a cold IPA. I agree 100%. Because uh-huh. cold IPA, as defined by it, should is, be is it Highland Park. Yeah, it's Highland Park. Has like adjunct. So, like, but he also rice says or corn. You lager yeast. Mm-hmm. You could use that. I don't know. That's I what he wanted, and which, in my opinion, you shouldn't call an IPA then. Yeah, it should be an IPL. IPA is lager just, yeah, but if you you the can use ale. you can use a lager yeast lager. as you but ferment it like an ale, right? But that doesn't make it an ale yeast. Lager yeast doesn't make it a lager. You need to yes, lager it. Does it. lager yeast is a separate species of yeast? Yes, for sure. That prefers colder temperatures, yeah. and you could ferment it like an ale. Yeah, and you could argue it's an ale. No, you can't because they're separate species. Hey, you, what then? What's a Brett beer? Can you say Brett IPA? Brett is a subsect of those. Uh, Brett is an ale yeast that is a separate species of ale yeast. Yeah, isn't it? Oh, so what? It's Brett wild, right? Yeah, it's a wild, wild yeast. Saccharomyces. So why is it is, not a wild ale? Why are not all? Why is it not a heavily hopped wild ale? Because there's other different ale. types of wild yeast. <laughs> could uh, could the IPA stand for a uh, ale? India pale alt beer. I hate you. <laughs> alt beer is also technically an ale with lager yeast, though. Yeah, he got me there. <laughs> he got me. Got him. I just, I just. Guys, we, these are just, these are just marketing terms at this point. Right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, we're talking about the style guidelines, right? Also, you <laughs> could just make a cold IPA with cold yeast and you're covered. That's what there I did. <laughs> That's what I did. That's what he did. That's what I did. Because I'm, I'm mad at everybody because I'm like, this needs to be defined. <laughs> yeah. I, I want somebody to define it and it to be under a style guideline. So that way, when somebody does it different, I can go, you're not. In the style guy. It was just like, I complained about it earlier. I know, right? Cold IPA won IPL last year at GABF. It's because it's like, I want. pretty close. It's an, it's an unloggered IPL. Yeah. It's it's a Keller IPA. I hate all of this. <laughs> I hate all of this. <laughs> I love it, though. Or it's a Keller IPL. Ke- yeah, Keller yeah, IPL, yeah. yeah. All right, so Tyler, you gave us some predictions for 2023. What are some things you're excited about or you hope for for 2023? 
could this be like a pipe dream? Like, I don't think it's going to happen, yes. but yes. dude, dude sure. I was pipe Shoot dreaming. Star. I was yeah, pipe yeah. dreaming 23 like, percent ABV to define cold IPA. We're going to find. <laughs> there's going to be an episode where we find Nathan is 23 percent Utopias. Yeah, the, uh, the Sam Adams Utopia. What's that? Also one? sucks. Okay, fine. Never, never had it. But it's like we're just like, is, BB, he, right? we don't care what it tastes like. Forty-five. <laughs> I think that's. We have to save that for twenty twenty-six or something. <laughs> we have to find something below twenty-five. All right, go, I'm gonna look this up. Sorry, Tyler. You can go ahead and. Oh yeah, you can. Yeah. So uh, I, I agree that the pastry stout trend is gonna keep going. And I, I am going to enjoy that. I do love a good pastry stout. And it's going to get even more pastry. I think it's going to get out of control. There's, there's an arms race with, with the thickness that there was with the bitterness of West Coast IPAs, I think. And uh, I'm prepared for that. But I, I don't know. Uh, there's a little part of me that also wants to see maybe some, some nuance and some subtlety come back and just have a good old-fashioned imperial stout. We still get those, though. I mean, they're hard to find. What I almost talked about for my favorite beer of 2022 was Wistful. Wistful's two? two? Yeah. Um, it's the first time since like 2018 that I said, this might be the best beer I've ever had. But it's I wouldn't say that good. Wistful is an old school Imperial Stout. It's no. new school. It's, no, uh, it's not. What do you mean? It's just beer and beer. It was, it was thick. Well, it was me. high thick. ABV. Uh, Gravity wise, it's definitely yeah. new school. Yeah, yeah. It's old school. It just didn't what have it, all like that residual and a half? sugar. Finishing? That's new no, school. no, no, 14.5%. No, this was a drier stout. It definitely, they, they brewed this at the first year Lou was open. Oh, yeah, then it probably was more. It was, it was, I was, it was so balanced. Like, it was, it was sweet, but it was also dry and we, Those were the two variants we just had. That's those what were the we two beers we tried on yeah, the episode, Incredible. Right? I still think the finishing, like, I still think that's more, I don't it's, know what old school means to you, but if, if. Like Dark Lord? Yeah. Or like Darkness? Uh, uh, darkness, yeah. Yeah, Ooh, even I guess street. not that old school. Let me I'm going to give away my age here. Um, yeah, I think like like Dark Lord or um, Perennial, um, you know, the maybe. Yeah, I'm going to sound I'm going to sound old and grumpy and curmudgeon like here when I say I really miss Abraxas and uh, they still release it. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish that was be, that was the the cool thing that. The sure. Yeah, thing. No, no. And maybe maybe it's like still loving grunge or like post grunge. <laughs> Um, but I, back I, I do really, um, yeah, I love a good, um, non pastry thick, but not unreasonable. Yeah. Like, lo- less drier, less residual sugars, less lactose or maltodextrin. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like full bodied, but not cloyingly sweet. Sure. Yeah. I, you know, I think, well, I would, I, I haven't seen a lot of lactose recently and I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm so thankful a, we're moving away from lactose. It's better for the people that are lactose intolerant. It's better for yeah. all of us because vegans. of the of it. It's better for vegans. Yeah, so, you know, my wife gets to drink big old thickies. Because that's how we used to make them thick. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know, yeah. And But lactose has, like, that taste. That so is it has lact- a very specific Was lactose, lactose like a, sort of like a cheat code? A crutch. Where you get, Definitely yeah. a crutch. Okay. Because it's unfermentable. It's. A, I mean, and you could use maltodextrin, but lactose, sure. I think, is... Must be easier to find or something. I don't Cheaper. know. But it's like, oh, is that why? Yeah, because there's like, you can because it's a byproduct. Like, so like, yeah. literally, there's maltodextrin. They have, it's a they byproduct, but they have it. to make it. Yeah, because like lactose, you can add to like anything and get body. Like right, and and like I'm fine with like a milk stout. Like Mike makes okay, one that's every not year. purposely made to be a milk stout. It's yeah. So okay, Mike makes one ask, every yeah. year snowplow. Yeah, 
That's really nice. That's a really nice smoked stout. And so I like it in that. I like it in like pastry, the occasional like like in shake weight. That's that's why it was purposely that. milkshake IPA. So that it's, in the name. it's in the name. But if you're like milkshake. making like imperial stout, if you're making imperial mm. stout or like anything else, you're like I need to add body, and you're gonna put lactose in there, but it's like I don't know. It's it's not to see if you say it's on the label, it's not deceiving. That's fine. Yeah. Like still, I I think if you don't <clears throat> explicitly say milk stout. I think you're deceiving people, in my yeah. opinion. So Imper- you can say imperial milk stout. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Or like we use. They don't want to say that. Yeah. Though. But like it's easier to achieve. It's not easier because it's, you can just throw a bag of lactose in. But with like modern stout techniques, things that people are using a lot. Like the things you, I'm bad at. The, or the L- things that longer take. Longer boil times. Longer boil times. Higher mash, mash temps. Mash temps. Um, pHs. Like, like, we know how Jack feels about boil times. Bad. Jack. <laughs> I'm a coward. It's, it's fine. Hey, he's got fire. He's got fire alarms in this mall. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotta deal with those. But like you know, like purposely pushing your yeast mm-hmm. to the brink, like being like, I only want fifty percent attenuation. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you get those big old thickies. Like that's how Candor was. Candor got that's uh, for those who are listening. Capco flicks. Hell yeah! Delicious pastry stout collab. Pecan Sandy. Pecan Sandies, cacao nibs, coconut. Um, we gonna crack one of those out on an episode. Uh, Good. I guess I gotta go get my. <laughs> yeah, you should pick that up for sure. Um, we definitely can. Yeah, I think it's good. I like that beer a lot. Um, but we purposely did a long boil. Mm-hmm. Did, um, like got so high gravity, starting gravity that we knew the yeast was not gonna. Eat more than 55 percent. Thirty three. Thirty one. Thirty point five. OK. Wow. So thirty and a half Play-Doh, which is ten forty or something like that. Twelve forty. Twelve. No, not eleven twenty. Eleven twenty. Oh, my God. Twelve forty. would. Be I was just going to say. So it's, oh, my God. No. So um, if you think of it in syrup, I'm going to put this out there for everybody. It's half of syrup, so it's half the thickness of syrup. <laughs> yeah. I looked it up when we were making it. I was like, this is half, so thick. And apparently the Play-Doh of syrup is like 50 or 60 Play-Doh. Oh, wow. So. Oh, okay, yeah. And then it finished yeah. where your average 5.5% beer would start. So that's when, so it's very, and then on top of that, we threw a bunch of crap at it. <laughs> that makes it taste like, uh, it, it tastes like a uh, uh, caramel delight. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Kind of is. yeah exactly yeah so sounds awesome but those are it, but ours honestly is not as sweet as some other variations of that i think the adjuncts helped take away some of that sweetness because i remember having it pre-adjunct actually which is funny because you would think adjunct way more sweet actually like the pecans and stuff i helped think it the, changed uh, the sweetness yeah it's it because it. jack was there and he's like i don't want a sweet thicky boy i wasn't there I when they balance. did balance well that's why we i helped twice, pick out some of the adjuncts <laughs> When we were talking about adjuncts, we were like, like, we could do this. I'm like, or we could do these other more mild things. Twix. I would never put a Hershey's kiss in a beer. That chocolate sucks. Yeah. American chocolate's terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Anyhow, I was definitely talking about something. Candor. We're talking about stouts. Yes. Yeah. Oh. We're techniques for making stouts thick as opposed to dumping lactose or maltodextrin in it. No, we're anti-lactose gang. And we were also talking about like older. Tyler was advocating for. Four, oh, for a Braxis. Thicker, yeah. more balanced stout. Thinner, more balanced well, thinner, stout. Thinner, but like, so like. Not thin. Take, take drier. Some of, 
drier. Yeah, yeah. full bodied, but dry dry finish. Like take take some modern stylings, but let's get some more dry. More explains a lot of why he was like, oh, the midnight release is really good. I was like, yeah, it's kind of an old school (laughs) imperial style. (laughs) Yeah, I just miss them. I miss them too, but I I would rather have wistful, uh, in my opinion. Yes, um, oh, I yeah. like uh, Wistful is a good balance there, and I yes. think like yeah. yeah, we're we're still it's like hitting the middle of the road between the ditches of old school and I don't know trying to just like the arms race that we were getting that I was talking about before of yeah. like just trying to get thicker and thicker and sweeter and sweeter. I'm a big old school boy for carbonation on them too, or mm. I wish more carbonated. More carbonated, because mm. uh, a lot of the modern ones. One, it's hard to carbonate something. I'm not even so carbonated. Daniel, still, yeah, I'm yeah. not even convinced that some of them have any CO2 in them. Well, I mean, it's really hard to carbonate something so thick because the CO2 needs to go into solution in something so thick. Try to carbonate syrup, right? It's like that's, <laughs> that's the problem. It, it fighting, really is, right? yeah. So you, so CO2 is also very expensive right now. Or there. Or it is carbonated, but it's like so. Yeah, you can hardly taste it. Yeah, like, but it brings out. It does bring out like flavor. Yeah. So, so I, like, oh, which one? Uh, it was. Either, I think it was wistful one was slightly more carbonated than wistful two. Mm. It, right. I think that's. A, I believe that was the case. I can't remember. Go back I, and check the tapes. One of them was slightly more carbonated, and that was yeah. the one I preferred. Check the tape. Um, I was getting harassed the entire time for not drinking a whole liter. <laughs> then he then spilled, and then he spilled it on the ground. Yeah. I didn't spill it on the ground. He rejected a little bit. It, it wasn't purposely. He rejected our host beer. I finished it, and then I drank so beer. much more beer. So I drank what, so much beer. So what happened to Nitro? Is that is that dead? Is that coming I am back anti in Nitro. What's going on? I hate Nitro. Okay, why? Because it's stupid. <laughs> it's to mimic Cascales. I'll just rather have one of those. Okay. I like. So I just feel like I haven't seen them around very much. Though. As we've seen. Although I like Nitro left hand. <laughs> so we've seen. So the, the weird thing is milk. you've seen it go out of fashion in beer. And I'm not sure who's pushing it. But you've seen it go more and more into Starbucks, oh, Caribou. Cold mm-hmm. brew. Uh, mm-hmm. It's nice very summer. nice and cold brew. Yes. Dry hopped Nitro cold brew is the closest I am allowed to drink to beer without getting fired. <laughs> Dry hopped? Have you ever had dry half coffee? No, what is this a thing? Yes. Yeah. Modern I've times some, did it. I've uh, had some very good ones and some very bad ones. It inspired me. I've been dry hopping my cold brew at home. How do you, what do you, what do you, you just toss a couple hop pellets in there with the coarse ground coffee. And then you're Give me your favorite it. combo. What hops are you using here? Mm, it depends. Uh, I had I'm a really good mos- success. I'm using cryo mosaic with my oh, dog. Are you? <laughs> I had a really good success with Apollo because uh, it gave. Bitterness without a lot of like a dark roast, light roast. Dark, or yeah, yeah, dark roast or like medium dark roast. Um, cold brew bitterness, and you know, yeah, with the with the cold brew, you kind of mute some of the bitterness. Um, and I don't know, it kind of it worked really I need well. To try this, well, you'll have to have me back. I can bring some. I got hot belts at home. It's fine. You uh, can try it at home. Yeah, just, um, <laughs> just literally just just make cold brew we've and throw it, a couple we've hot seen belts. It more, in it. Get more and more popular in coffee, which I'm thinking that maybe then. Joe Schmo might like nitro stuff, but we just mm-hmm. don't make a ton of it. But it's just also like it's, it's another thing you have to have to be able yeah, to serve the beer. Yeah. So and a lot of small do. and small but, craft yeah. breweries just don't want to spend the money to have to nitro at Cabco. We're and completely blend a beer differently. We're completely fitted out to do nitro. Yeah, right. I never did. I immediately took it off. I was like, I'm not fucking with this. I was do you like, have a I nitro like line this. or do you have a nitro tank serving vessel? I mean, we have serving vessel or. They do now. Um, oh. They have serving vessels that like, but it's all about carbonating the beer differently, Correct. right? Yeah. So it's like we can just rack the beer. But also, it needs different heading pressure. 
Yeah, no, we have we have the capabilities oh, really? to do all that. We don't yeah. here. All of ours is just the 60, 40 or whatever. It's 65, 35. Oh, beer gas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have beer gas. You can do it with beer gas, I think. I don't know. Yeah, just, but the, you probably also had a separate line that was just straight nitro. It was, yes. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yes, you're right. We don't right. have that in our serving tank room to be, even be able oh, to do that. Oh, okay, yeah. No, but I didn't want to. I just, I was like, no, I'm not interested in this. Yeah. And also, you can, I like to drink. You can also mimic it really well with a, a reducer <laughs> faucets or even a slow pour faucet. Mimics some of a texture thing that yeah. nitro has. Love slow pour. Yeah. So slow pour does. So expensive. if you pour a non, I'm obligated to slow say pour that. beer on a slow pour faucet, right? It has a restrictor <laughs> valve on it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. if you do the restrictor valve on that, you can mimic a nitro texture on that slow pour. Okay. Mm. Pretty I, easily. Uh, what one of those things cost you? A nitro or a slow pour? Yeah. Like 450 bucks, dude. They're expensive. If you want to get a real one from Europe, they're do you expensive. Guys have them? No. Compare that to all the equipment you want, for you, nitro. Okay. Flicks, you want to get a slow pour? It already takes you 10 minutes to get the beer in the theater, right? Yeah. It was, so then you're that's a 25 another, minute beer. Yeah, you're getting a 25 <laughs> minute beer. If it was at the bar top, sure, 10 minute beer. But these people want to get into their movie. We don't. Have, they don't have. I would love for that to be the case, but it ain't just gonna happen. Which is also why we don't do a lot of nitro. Yeah, because yeah. we have done yeah. it in the past. I had fake reducer ones to mimic nitro, which we had Umbra on, which was amazing. Oh, oh I bet on nitro. Yeah. yeah, that would be That'd good. Be we also had Des Moines Ooh. breakfast stout, which was the donut coffee stout on faux nitro. But the problem is, no one wants to wait for it. And by the time it gets to the theater, it's off-gassed enough where the faux nitro, you lost all of it. It doesn't matter. It's not as fun. So when I was living in Cedar Rapids, I was working at a coffee shop. And we were the first coffee shop in town to do nitro cold brew. And it was before Starbucks or anyone else was doing it. So it was was cool. Mm. Cool getting to taste it Before it was cool. Before it was cool. We were doing it with, like, good specialty coffee. So it was like... Folgers. Select. Exactly. It was so good. The green can. Uh, one of our owners was experimenting with dry hopping cold brew. Really? And what he I would do blown away is by he this. would take full hot flowers. He wouldn't get hot pellets. But he would oh, get full hot sure. Flowers. Yeah, sure. And do a gallon of cold brew at a time and put Whoa. the hot flowers in a bag and then just drop it in. And he would then do it for a few hours, taste it, do it for a few hours, taste it. And then he would bottle it after that. Bottle it? Yeah. On nitro? No, no, this was just this was just dry hopped cold brew. And some were really, really great. Actually, his were all really great. I had some like mass produced dry hopped cold brew that had like, for me at the time, really unpleasant bitterness from hops mm. and really unpleasant bitterness from super dark roast coffee. I feel like if you don't have it fresh, you're going to have that problem with the hops <clears throat> in it, period. Yeah. It was like the, for me at the time, it was the worst of both worlds. <laughs> But the ones that we did at the coffee shop were great. So I'm so up. intrigued by this. Yeah. I want to try that hopped coffee. All right. We got to move on to our last topic, though. All right. I'm going to we're going to predict. The top five. Our own beers, beer styles. This oh. is the Mount Rushmore of 2023 oh. beer at the beginning of 2023. Wait. OK, what? Four. You didn't read the outline. <laughs> no, I did, but I was like kind of confused. Mount Rushmore. So we picked five, thought, four, four. Wow. Yeah. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> four beers. Uh-huh. Beer styles mm-hmm. that are the top dogs of 2023. We're not doing last year's? No. This year. We're predicting, We're predicting, predicting 2023. 2023. Styles. We're looking ahead. We're dreaming. <sighs> Sorry. Okay. And is this industry-wide or personal? 
industry-wide. What trends we're going to see. We're predicting yes. trends we're here. We're predicting the year of beer in 2023. The winner gets to claim some nitro can we dry hop dry, dry hop coffee <laughs> can we uh oh thanks yeah that's a good that's a good price can we uh make some 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 uh parameters here what yeah. does what? well does seltzer that, that count is, it count it oh. if a craft fermented beverages okay if a brewery is making it i count it okay okay all right I'm not going first. I'm gonna. I can go for. Oh no, Nathan! If you, if you want to go first, all right. Number one, pastry stouts. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Don't doubt the stout. Don't doubt the stout. Number two, smoked beers. Oh, you think what? so? I hope so. I'm. I'm just wilding out, man. This is. This is one part. What I think. Yeah, one part. Sweet. What I hope, and is in my soul. Smoked beers. Oh. Number yes. three. Okay, we're gonna get way more Drecker style overly fruited stouts. Oh, like stouts? Stouts? Sorry, sours. So, like, there are a few breweries. I'll I'll get to that. There are a few breweries in Iowa that do that. We're gonna get way more, way more. Who are like, let's let's do some chonk. Let's do some Iowa chonk. Iowa chonk. Chonk is a special beer that I can only drink like an ounce and a half of by myself. Okay, (laughs) number four. Let's get on that cold IPA train. No. Oh, that is that is a very bold prediction. I love that. Yeah. Okay. I can go. Okay. All right. You ready for this? Cold IPA is probably going to die within this year. That's sad for me um, <laughs> because I love brew IPA and I really dug a lot. Of, uh, Dead. I'm cold with I, you. Cold IPA is a real hit and miss for me. I would love for the style to be defined so we could actually do it right. You and make should. Things we more should consistent. do a brewed IPA. I made two. <laughs> I made two in the past, and one of them sold really well. The other one was towards the end of the fad, and it died. Mm. So good though, so effervescent. All right, but for me, mm-hmm. number one, it's going. It's going to change from just pastry stout. It's going to be pastry beer. You're going to start seeing every single style have a pastry version of itself. We're gonna, I think we're gonna stop calling them milkshake IPAs. We're gonna have pastry IPAs. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. think they're gonna call them pastry IPAs? I think so because we're gonna sours, start because they're going IPAs. to. So, just like people took advantage of the word hazy, Boulevard put the word hazy on, on Boulevard their wheat. wheat. Yeah, so I think mm. pastry beer, and mm. I think that that means not just pastry stout, that's turning into pastry stout, pastry sour. So it's a bit broad, right? But mm-hmm. this is my prediction. Pastry turns into not just one style. The pastry brand, everyone's going to take hold of it because everyone knows what pastry means. It's like pastry lager. And Ugh. slap it. I hate that. But that, that is, is yes, that is what I'm gagged. talking about. Barntown did one two years ago. So I really liked it. Pastry did? Crispy yeah, boy. Bucket the of cookies. Uncrispy boy, right? Uncrispy boy. I bucket of it. cookies. My wife loved 2019. it. 2019. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's my number one is pastry right. beer. Hmm. So that's yeah. broader. It's going to be pastry everything. Yeah. It's wow. going to be a year of pastry beer. That's your number one? It's four. It's, they're all on the same pastry thing. Pastry Schwartz beer? Wait, yeah. what was your, what were this they? Mount Rushmore. Uh, that's just one. <laughs> oh, I, four. I get four. No, I know. I said, it. I was like, that's just one. That's just, yes, that is just okay, one. Okay, yes. That's just one thing. It's broad and I'm just saying they're going to just use that rubber stamp and you're going to yeah. see national brands start uh-huh. to do it too. Mm. Because they're going to take advantage of local okay, craft. Sam sure. Adams Pastry Boston Lager. Oh, hey. Probably has already been done. 
Because there's already been pastry fat tire in the past. They didn't call it pastry, but yeah, it was a brown sugar, uh, ice cream, brown, oh, yeah. whatever fat oh, tire. Oh, I think I had that. Oh, are you talking about the Ben and Jerry's collab? Like seven Correct. years ago. Oh, that was fat tire? Yeah, the base of beer was that fat was tire. That was like seven years ago. The base ago, beer yeah. was fat tire. I didn't know that. Okay, that's um, like old school pastry shit, right. though. But now they're going to do it with it's everything. It's a dessert beer. They're going to do it with everything. I'm going to change my number four. Too much you can't. I want, a, I want brown butter. As as like an adjunct brown butter, brown butter. put a oh brown butter. It's like brown butter you cookie went from stout. an insane number four to just a bonkers number four. Okay, two. I love it. I love this energy. Two. Yeah, two. Two. <laughs> two. Definitely not two. two. Cold IPA dies, right? No. Yeah. So Bye. hoppy lager can live, yeah. and I'm including West Coast Pills. And I'm That's including what I'm just talking everything. About, it's called Hoppy Lager. It's not IPL. It's not cold IPA. It is Hoppy Lager. You get your Italian Pilsners. You get your West Coast Pilsners. You get Hoppy it's Lagers, confluence baby. of Hoppy Lagers. Yes. I think you stole that from me. <laughs> I didn't read the outline <laughs> you after my list, you added you? to it. It's okay. <laughs> I saw someone change everything. I thought it was you. I read this and I was like, oh, he's answering questions in this. I'm not going <laughs> to read your answers. So I have real Discussion points. If I don't write stuff down, I'm going to freeze the second I lean into the mic. It's <laughs> fair. But yes, hoppy lager, period. All right. Yeah. I think cold IPA dies. So hoppy lager can live. Oh, yeah. So I'm done with it. Number mm-hmm. three, uh, hazy IPA is going to not get any more bitter. I think hazy IPA will still continue to become sweeter and sweeter. We haven't hit the tipping point yet. So hazy IPA is staying there and it's staying sweet. And it's probably going, especially in Iowa, it's only going to get sweeter for now. Mm. Number four. So you like how I'm calling it out. See, I got to have steaks so I can win or lose. I love steak. I got I to love steak too. meat beer. No. <laughs> <laughs> number three, meat beer. No. Um, you the mezcal. Number four. And this is probably uh, English style table beers period so your mm. milds your porters yeah uh and your dry stouts some brown ales so lighter. i think this is the uh craft beer answer to um lager because a lot mm. of us can't do lager as often so i think we'll see lower mm. abv milds, milder flavors mild yeah. milds yeah. so traditional porters traditional milds and but uh, not bitters but not bitters, because I think that's confusing word, for the term. So I think the, the word bitter scares people away. So you're not yeah. going to see that. I would rather those people will probably call those amber amber ales, essentially, with terrible shitty fruity esters. I love you, Matthews. Would you throw some uh, Scottish? I would put. Oh, I thought you were Scottish. Tell me if I was going to put special B in it, and I was like, yeah, I would put special, special B in it. <laughs> that's fine. But there you go. So that's my last one. It's just mild English mild beer. All right. Okay. Because I, I honestly think it's craft beers and like small craft beers answer to lagers, if, especially since a, a lot of them can't do it clean. Yeah. So go to the English beers, which I are think, traditionally not very clean. I think no. the hard thing about that, though, is to, to people who brew, they know those styles and they know they're great and they know they're. It's a good thing not a lot of people brew beer. But yeah, that's what I was going to say is I don't know how marketable those styles are. Low people ABV. love malty. These people that are old love the word multi. Mm. And now these people that are young don't want a ton of alcohol, Mm -hmm. but they want the perception of sweetness without it being there. Mild beer. Lou approved it, in my opinion. Pastry milds. Give me the brown one. Pastry milds. 
Here brown we go. I want it. I want it. It's the old people. Give me the brown one. Yeah. But I think that we're going to see, but you can have so much more subtlety in the craft to it. You can make it more. You can like, use brown malt. Robust. You can use amber malt. You can use. No, I'm saying you can tell a story and make it romantic malt. about yeah. the styles. And I think that Lua, we always talk about these, these <laughs> jokers. Guys. Jesus. But they keep proving it, though, because they have frail. Frail. And they got hollow. hollow. And I think that just proves the point because I don't know how I I would love to see the numbers on those, but I I bet I would, I would bet that people have the IPA or whatever, you know what their second or third beer is or their fourth beer is frail finding something that was lower ABB on the list. Yeah. There you go. Those are my, that is yeah. After a flight of all the super intense flavorful stuff and the higher ABV stuff, absolutely finishing with a, with a full pour. Of an English mild. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's good there stuff. You Those are my four. And okay, mine are called shots. Mm. All of them. But okay. <clears throat> Here. Let's go. Four. Number one. Mm-hmm. Barley wine. Dude, oh. I wish. It's coming back. It's getting better. It's getting bigger. People are going to love it. They're going to line up for it now. American or English. Oh, English. I've seen a lot. Or Belgian. Oh, I've seen some breweries start to do more dark barley wines that are almost like confusable for a stout that are starting to play into the, that they don't taste like a stout though. Yeah, no, they don't, but they can still convince a, they can convince a, a stout noob like me the to guy, enjoy oh, yeah. it. The guy Hashtag who says, destroyer. Oh, I don't drink barley wines. Those are gross. Um, yeah, but look, it's black. It's a stout. Whoever says I don't drink barley wines. They're gross. is not your friend. I'll just leave. I'm sorry. He said he's had some good ones, though. Don't yeah. listen to it. Yeah, yeah, no, I've had some, some good, good ones, but I've had some bad whistle. ones that really threw well, me yeah, off. Well, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> I mean, barley wine is very much a, it is, it is, like, also, I mean, it's, it's sometimes it's just one malt. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. a whole different bill than a stout would be. Yeah. Really. But barley wine is going to make a comeback. I want to see that make a comeback. I don't think it ever left, but I think people are going to pay more attention. Sales wise, it left. It left. Yeah, for sure. Especially non barrel aged. Yeah, people are going to pay more attention though. Yeah, they're going to be like barley wine. Let's go. I'd love that. How do you think it's going to change to become more friend? Like, uh, I think people are still going to want robust beers, mm-hmm. but they're going to want a different profile. And if people are reacting in a way against, you're not going to see a pastry barley wine. I hope you don't, because I feel like barley wine is still revered in a way where you wouldn't pervert it uh, you don't think they're gonna you know, not pervert, pervert it, it but do, pervert you don't it. think no, you don't think pervert. that the barley wine's going to change to meet the audience like i'm not it saying pervert is. it with pastry it's sweet like modern barley wines are barley wines we've seen in the last three four five years are sweet i've also had a couple that could be confused for a triple ipa well that's a that's lot like of american, american barley wine yeah american yeah. barley wine yeah i love yeah. american it's like barley where do you draw wine. the line between a sweet American, or like a really malt forward. I don't drink it. Triple IPA. That's where I draw bar- the line. American barley wine. Give me wine. an English barley wine. That's what I like. That's what I like to brew. That's what I like to drink when I'm drinking barley wine. We just wine. made one. I don't know. I think part of it, it though was is good. like. I just released one. It was my favorite what? so far. For the second time in the past five years, Goose Island, during the Bourbon County releases, did yes, a barley wine. Yes, they had the two year old fits. Yeah, so they just did a barley incredible. wine this past year. Yes, it was phenomenal. That yeah. is what I'm talking about. That is so good. That was the best part. Of this year's Bourbon County, and like oh, everyone yeah, knows, cola everyone knows so. Goose Island. Yeah, the cola was terrible, but the cola, cola was cola last was year. Two years ago, doesn't age well. No, I'm just saying cola this no, year. No, it tasted bad. terrible. Yeah, tastes it was bad. bad. It was great fresh. It's personally. a Bourbon County episode. It was good but fresh. Coffee was trash. Uh-oh. Coffee was 
horrible. So Biscotti was fine. Was Biscotti bad? It was so fine. much almond. I have Biscotti. <laughs> I like almond, almond and star anise. It was like way. Oh no! Black really? Yeah. I haven't. Like, I haven't had not for me. Haven't had biscotti or fig Newton yet. The Newton was the best, and I say that as someone who hates figs. Yeah, because my wife yeah. was so excited well, about those. Like barley one. And again, reminder, listener, my I wife is pregnant, so she can't best, drink yeah. them right now. So we're waiting until after the baby comes for us to crack open. Buy another we got barley wine. Number one. Let's whistle. Yeah. Number two. Mid ABV stouts. Hell yeah. Let's We're ride. seeing stuff between six to seven and a half percent. I want it. That coffee, chocolate, chocolate coffee, regular, just like a nice, like dry export milk stout if you want to. Like, we're going to see the return of the sessionable stout. Mm. People are going to be like, you know what? I just want something that is dark and tasty and chocolatey, a little bit of caramel, some roasty, some toasty. So not American ones, then. It could be American. I Maybe a, a more traditional American style. A lot of them have... A traditional American style has a lot of bitterness to it, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. Something... Uh, yeah. More. Uh, it could be. I mean, if someone does a good version Yeah, they of it. would need to make it pretty balanced. So I know we talk about them all the time, but I haven't gotten a chance to try it, but is... Like Lua's Vigil, is that within that? Because that's their new coffee yes. oatmeal style. You don't know how many gallons of that I've drank in the last <laughs> four days. They took no in the last like, it up. month. It's so good, and the cans are already gone. We went we went over to Cabco. I'm pissed, and we talked so much about it that we were like, we have to go to Lua yeah. right now to have this beer. It was so good, and it was perfectly sessionable, and it was great. It's the cacao nibs. That, okay. that like it, oh, yeah, yeah it cuts through a lot of it and yeah. like balances it back mm-hmm. out and like TG brought back Rover Truck I've never is, had Rover Truck but if it's a mid ABV stout I'm is, here for it it's oatmeal it's, it's robust dry porter, I think it's same difference yeah well it's an oatmeal stout <laughs> yeah oh it is <laughs> yeah and so I had original Rover Truck and then mm. the most recent Rover Truck and it was dry roasty mm. that's what's easy up easy to drink but like really good you take them at TG once just a simp now it's an oatmeal stout. Zach's Mexican donuts, also an oatmeal stout. Good. Also, yeah, and but that and beer's lightly always adjuncted. Been, I was gonna say that beer's always been all about the balance. Right. It's tip the cow. Tip the cow's probably been like the you could the dark horse, but dark bovine. Cow. Dark cow? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the dark <laughs> bovine that has been tip the cow day <laughs> coming up. January twenty third. I went last year. It was actually for a uh this oh nice alex and i went up there yeah. talk about it alex former host rest in peace he's um, not dead he's not dead <laughs> if you guys didn't say that we could have kept that joke running <laughs> just pretend he's he not dead. dead friend of the show um <laughs> rest in peace yeah but so number two set like sessionable not sessionable but mid mid range yeah yeah like yeah. just drinkable stouts not something you can only have for Four. Four ounces of. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. I mean, it, James, hey, James is wanting a full case just no, to I was throw like, hey, back if you, on a Saturday. If you want to take four to the dome, whatever. I mean, that's that's your prerogative. <laughs> okay. Number one, barley wine. Number two, mid ABV. I am stout. loving your list so far. Just stout. Oh, thanks for loving my list, Jack. I mean, I don't <laughs> like the beers that you like, Nathan. <laughs> Three gluten-free sours. Okay, we're gonna see more of them. 
Really? Okay. You can argue that they're not beer because they're not. They're not. It's just a fermented beverage. Mm. And whether you made that or not, I mean, you know. Do you think people are actually going to try to make it this time, though? Or do you think people are just going to continue to buy the base and water it down? I feel like I feel like we have enough. Like just talking with everything I've do. done at Cabco, like I feel like we have an and like what I've tried from other people who fermented it. We have enough material and method and process available that you can make a clean enough base. Unlike non-alcoholic beer, we've come a yes. long way in the seltzer department. Absolutely. So, Seltzers come a huge way in the last two years, especially for the, on the craft area. And then like it's literally like finding acid that works. Like we did a few at Cabco. We didn't really experiment it with too much just because our just our straight up like seltzer or pastry pastry smoothie seltzers. Pastry smoothie. I know pastry seltzer is coming. Get ready. I mean, it already it's already here, but um, everything they sold sold fine enough. We didn't need to. Yes, exactly. They sold fine enough. We didn't need to like zhuzh it up in any other manner, but like. We're going to see more of that, I think, just because people want more alternatives. Yeah, you could say, you know, alternatives to malt based beverages like love that. I mean, seltzer made its thing on. No, this is healthy for you. But it's like, no, you're still a one white claw is no law. Pretty damn close to like a bush light. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's a higher ABV. It's a it's, similar, it's like a Michelob Ultra, I think more it's so because it's similar like 60, calories. I think it's sixty five. Which is really oh, that's not true. Barley original seltzer. Original White Claw before they introduced the lemonade ones is actually zero. Zero what? Cal. No, it's not. It's a hundred. Alcohol has calories. Oh, it's zero oh. carb. Yeah, zero carb. Okay. Hundred yeah, calories or ninety calories and five percent alcohol because alcohol is calories. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So clarity for me, I so gluten free sour is a seltzer base that has been soured. Okay, okay. So that's that's kind of what I was that's what I had in my mind. Or it's of been like acidified. So you'd put like lactic malic sour, you could be interchanged like a fruit. So when I was yeah. talking to Dustin, Dustin and I were discussing this because yeah. we're like, how would we do this better? Because we were just using lactic acid, because lactic acid is the primary acid produced in like kettle sours. And he was like, mm-hmm. they make blends for winemakers that are like three, four, five different sort of acids that you could use and it would give you a more robust and rounded sour profile yeah. because seltzer is just alcohol yeah just sugar alcohol so it's like i think we're gonna see more of those so like people already have the processes in place to adjunct insanely yeah like for sour stouts yeah anything like that so number three is gluten-free sour okay so question for that really quick is mm-hmm. it just marketing and recognizability to call it a gluten-free sour instead of like a sour a seltzer? seltzer, a sour seltzer, sour seltzer smoothie sour. seltzer, smoothie sour, that sort of thing. Like, is it just that doesn't imply or? though that it's gluten-free because oftentimes people will reuse their same yeast um, mm-hmm. to make these things. Okay. And if you reuse the yeast off of a beer, you can't call it gluten-free. You have yeah. to buy fresh so, pitches. So seltzers by definition are n- don't have to be gluten-free. Correct. If, okay. Yes. If you use a yeast that has been used on beer, you cannot call it gluten-free yeah, because yeah, there yeah. are trace amounts of gluten in the thing. Oh, that makes sense. And like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure there's like, I guess when we were doing it, we probably should have said it was just like gluten reduced. <sighs> Because I'm sure there's... You just called it food. seltzer, though. I don't think you called it gluten-free, though, did you? But when people would ask, we were like, yeah, it's gluten-free. Oh. oh. You called but it I guess we didn't really... answered it was gluten-free. If someone asked, like, is this gluten-free, we'd be like, 
Yes, because we were using existent. Right. Because right. we were using gluten free yeast, and uh, it was just sugar wash that we were fermenting. But hmm. uh, you know, there's probably it's food production, right? Like according to like Processing labeling and places, stuff. So yeah. I'm sure there's some other things in that manner. But number three, gluten free sours. You're just gonna see more of them, and maybe just some alternatives in general. But definitely like this, this like there's especially Barntown has mm-hmm. been having insane success. They're, they announced even this week, like two or three of them already. And like just in it, since I think like Christmas, it's been like 10. Dude, you know, what do they call so their bub- bubblies or something like that? What are they? The base? No, they have local bubs, local, local bubs. bubbles or something like that. But no, these are just like they're calling them gluten free sours. And it's just like they like caramel apple. Wasn't lit cider donut sour? My yeah, that was an electrolyte okay. sour. That yeah. was crazy. My wife got one last time we were at Barntown. She loved it. Yeah, no, they're 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 crazy. They're That's like it. it's awesome. like yeah, garden variety white claw, sixteen ounces. Mm-hmm. By the way, you're one hundred percent right. And it's even worse than a Michelob Ultra, one hundred and forty calories. But that's for a sixteen ounce, right? Yeah, but it's still one hundred. That's a pint. You know yeah, I mean? well, I'm talking like I just grabbed a can out of a twelve pack. That's a oh, you don't ounce. do pounders. No, I'll get them like for roadies. Oh, hang on, okay. I I'm got kidding. you. 12, I got you. I don't drink calories. It's still more than <laughs> a Michelob Ultra. Except in Missouri. When I'm in Missouri, I'm never not drinking. I just wanted to add that it has sugar and it still has 100 calories. So yeah. it's actually worse than a Michelob Ultra. All right, number oh, four. Oh, it is. Damn. <laughs> so I had barley wine. Yep. I had stout. Yep. I had gluten-free sours. Yeah. And I'm I'm playing it safe this whole thing. But hoppy lager. Yeah. It's, it's okay just, to have the same thing. It's a discussion it's point. Hey. Yeah. It's just, it, it it's going to happen because it has to happen because... I personally love hoppy lagers. Like it's a, one it's of the best hoppy lagers full stop last year was Confluence's Suds and Buds. Oh, I it was so good. Drank so much of that beer. It was phenomenal. It I love it. It it literally made Confluence Fridays for me. Like Confluence I, Fridays at Confluence. Fridays at Confluence. Hoppy lager. Hoppy lager. I wish we could have captured your face on microphone for the listeners to see. Dude, people don't realize how much I love hopped lagers. You love suds and buds. Why do you think it's I'm really so passionate good. about Italian pilsner? Well, it's like it's a good, the same damn thing. It's a good. We can keep saying <laughs> confluence, right? It's a good convergence of what the we as brewers want, which is lower ABV stuff mm-hmm. and lagers, and also the same stuff we like about IPAs is the hot mm-hmm. flavors. Yeah. So you get exactly. both of those in this thing. And they're and they're usually like five percent, four and a half percent. So I can sit there after a shift, have two or three with the buds, have some suds with the buds, and there we're at. We're we're having a good time. Then we go home. You make dinner. You have a good time with your wife and your family. You pet your cats. You guys watch TV. We watch Seinfeld. Okay, just made a pasta dish. Oh yeah. We got a little bit of green. We got a little bit of bread. Okay, you're watching your Seinfeld. You got your suds and buds. You bring one home. You have one or two with dinner. You pet your cats. You're, you're petting your cats again. Yeah. You keep petting them. <laughs> and you go, you go to bed and you feel great in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. Because you know what you did before you went to bed? Yeah. You took one aspirin and you chugged a glass of water. <laughs> and that's the secret. Ibuprofen. And then you wake up at three in the morning and you eat two Tums. <laughs> Two extra strength. What's your acid reflux problem here? <laughs> Jesus. Two extra strength. Is it from the pasta? Tropical Tums. 
Okay, then you go back to bed. It's 3.15. You go back to bed because you had to check your phone real quick. And they wake up at 5.45 to pee. Boom. And you go back some more tongues. And that's it. And that's the life. That's the life we're talking. That's the hobby life. I want to live live his Mount Rushmore because mine's (laughs) bleak for me. Yeah. His his Mount Rushmore is where I want to live. Yours is where I don't want to live. And mine's just the the absolute truth. And half of mine is bad, too. All right, Tyler, give us your Mount Rushmore, my man. Are you going to fuck this up? Do I need to say happy loggers? You can't. It's on your list. If yeah, it's man. on your list, say it. Because yeah. we can keep reminiscing about Hoppy Lagers. Lagers. Yeah. With three hundred four of us, the one right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone. Chugged. Wait, hang on. Is that a good one? Was that good in your ears? I couldn't hear it. Here, we'll open two and split two between the four of us. Because it's a Hoppy Lager, and we can. So this is. Tulpa, West Coast Pills with Mosaic and Citra. Sheesh. 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 The sound bite's really cool that I can't hear. How's your guys' happy loggers? Very good. Delicious. They're not. Yeah, I guess it is. West Coast Pills. I mean, a Pilsner's a lager and a West Coast is a hoppy. Seems like double synonyms to me. It's, it's a subsect of a it's hobby. A, yeah, it's a category. Yeah, it it's an umbrella. No, it's hey, I, I'm agreeing. Okay, okay. <laughs> Why do we have to so, blows every single podcast now? I love it. Because the way you approach things. Like our listeners love it. I don't know if they love it. I um, agree, though. That's the problem. I have a couple of easy predictions here that are like <clears throat> no-brainer, low-hanging fruit of hazy IPAs and pastry stouts. But I do want to kind of say, like, I took a little bit of a risk here by predicting that Pastry stouts are going to keep the arms race is going to keep happening. They're going to keep getting sweeter, thicker and sweeter and higher ABV too. I think. Okay. Well, because so like, like you said, the state's ABV limit went. Yeah, it's going days ago yeah. went up. Well, right? it, it already did. I think that's one that actually took place. No, that's oh, it's now. Yeah, we're yeah. good. Yeah, it's now. Yeah, it's now. So this is the year. Higher ABV. I th- do you think stouts. so? Do you think it's only going to apply to pastry stouts though? Because Nathan wanted twenty. 20- Seven percent beer. He said twenty three. Yeah, also, Utopias is twenty eight. I looked it up yeah. earlier. You got a few years. You can you can keep going up incrementally. <laughs> it's gross though. We'll have, the problem is we'll have Utopias in twenty. So do you think they balance the higher ABV with the sweetness? Is that how they get away with all the booze content? I've had more balanced tasting, higher final gravity beers. I think you taste more balanced because of higher ABV. Yeah, the one so, that I mentioned was one I shared with Tyler. Oh, it was okay. phenomenal. That is true. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, the prediction is, I think there's it's going to keep getting more pastry. There are two so you're on the pastry end. beer train, period. Or I, just yeah. pastry stouts. Yeah. Or do you I think mean, it's only going to be like? Well, what I wrote, you see that segment, and that segment is what the growing segment is. Just are the we talking stout about train. pastry or heavily adjuncted? Ooh. There's a difference. Oh yeah, I guess that is true too. Can we talk about the difference? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I in. It's basically people think it's the same thing, right? Most of the time, right now, mm-hmm. but there is a difference. But like when you're explaining beer to people, and they their eyes start to glaze over, I just go, "It's a pastry thing," and yeah. they they understand what that means because they don't understand what adjuncts are. Mm. Yeah, I know because yeah, a hundred percent. So I would say, and a heavily adjuncted stout would be like profligacy, 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 yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Profligacy or grackle. 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 Yeah. I was going to talk Grackle's about a great example. Yeah. So those two definitely heavily adjuncted stouts. Yes. 
They're not pastry stouts. Correct. But people lump them into pastry stout, though. Sure. Because, yeah, because they're, they're just thinking sweet. Yes. Agreed. A pastry stout, though, would be. It has to have a pastry. You took. Not a candy bar. You took five. Not, well, you could. Not I raw mean, dessert so I, ingredients. I, I, no, I would agree with candy bar, cookie, cake. Okay. Pie. Any of that. Like a, 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 a processed good. Like yes. A, like a sweet dessert. Ingredients yeah, dessert, for a sweet dessert. Cheesecake. I would put so, that in there, too. Like, yeah, sure. So, like. Let's say you took $500 worth of Twinkies, which maybe I looked it up today and it's I've a thousand that. Twinkies. I've done that. Okay. And you put that in like a barrel worth of beer. I put and it into seven m- barrels of an IPA. Oh, a Twinkie IPA? Twinkie? Yeah. Uh, it's Tallahassee's Twinkie milkshake IPA. That's a beautiful thing. How Is many Kool-Aid Twinkies did two? you put in this? Tell me there was Kool-Aid. A thousand. No. 500. It was 500. That is so much Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, the flavor didn't come through. Really? <laughs> Correct. Needs more Twinkie. You needed more vanilla and more cake. Wait, so it wasn't even 100 per barrel? No. You should have pumped this up. This was in up. 2019. <laughs> oh. Before the crazy, like, milkshake IPA was a thing, but, like, pastry IPA certainly wasn't. You thing. got nothing? Where did you put the Twinkies? Whirlpool. Oh, that's probably why. I wanted it to be fermented. Ugh. <laughs> well, if you, if you Steaks were made. Sugar's really well, lost. we can't go back. It came through. The flavor was definitely there. But when you say it's a Twinkie IPA to somebody, it wasn't it Twinkie has to enough. Be disgusting. What hops did you use for that? <laughs> um, That's honestly. Elma. Oh. Um, you know, Sabro Citra. would kill with that. I, yeah, we didn't have any Sabro, though. Not, did they even have Sabro back then? Was yeah, it experimental? I, I assume it was. Oh, yeah, maybe it was experimental. It was definitely out because people described it as coconut cream. Mm-hmm. Um. There's definitely Citra. It was definitely Belma. Um, and there was one other one that was just described as. Uh, what is it? Was it one of those weird Amarillos that was out at that time? Oh, Amarillo. Um, they like came out GX or. Yeah, they yeah, had like whatever. five yeah. different versions sure. of Amarillo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, continue about your. What was I talking about? We're just about? talking over him. Though. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, that's pastry. The, the difference between pastry versus adjuncted. adjuncted. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We, I think we, we yeah. heavily adjuncted. You looked at something like. Or like our uh, pulpit. Like a coconut, yeah. vanilla, vanilla cacao like Individual ingredients, Nuts, right? Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Other, But if you're like, I just threw in, oh, like, um, uh, what's the fucking beer we did with marshmallows and Star Crunch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cosmic Bear. Cosmic Bear. Cosmic Bear was a pastry stuff. Yeah. Yes. But here's the thing. To your average consumer, Candor, sorry, also guest, candor definitely pastry stuff. To your average guest, they don't care whether you threw in chocolate and caramel and vanilla beans, and it was inspired by a Twix, a <laughs> Twix, yes, oh, yes, or whether it was a Twix. There is a taste difference. Yeah, though. totally different. But marketing wise, Correct. you're gonna get a lot further calling it a pastry yeah, stuff. Yeah, for so sure. That's why I said it's the year of pastry beer. Yeah, yeah. But we need to bring back pastry beer. Because pastry to, beer's fallen off. You want to heavily pastry beer yeah. pastry again? What? I'm sorry, I said make that. pastry. <laughs> you can cut that make out. pastry. Make pastries pastries again. Yeah. Mm, but, but then, if you say pastry, <sighs> though, pastry it's a again. very specific yeah. thing because is cookie isn't a pastry. But aren't we all talking about? But if like, you went to a patisserie, <laughs> you could buy cookies there. You pronounce patisserie what is, so confidently. <laughs> what is what is available at a bake shop? Okay, that. Then yes, cream horns. So could it? Oh, damn, a cream so horn. Why, we, why didn't we do cream horn? <laughs> we still can. We, so still, we have plenty of time. Ru- there's a Russian bakery over by that Target. 
Super Target in Urbandale? Is it still there? I have no idea. I didn't know there was one, but oh they have cream horns. God, and they're so good. Okay, so Listen, I'm not, we'll talk about this off mic. But I'm yes, not a style horns. judge, but could broadly you say a heavily adjuncted stout beer has the individual ingredients, whereas the pastry beer has like the processed, processed ingredients, the, the the sort of combined ingredients that is well that are well known. Yeah, we're literally nitpicking here. Right, yes. right, for sure. But, but that's like, thinking, uh, but yes, that's what I'm saying. Is like, is? but yes, I no, wish but that's what I'm saying. Is like, if you took a stout, yeah, you could call yeah, it a dessert beer. That yeah, could yeah, differentiate sure, dessert stout. Yeah. That's except a for, thing. Like, but yeah, except for those are garbage compared to now. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that I mean, needs to be elevated. Yeah, and that's what a pastry stout is. It's the elevation of like, yes, a pastry stout would be. Me taking bear claws yeah. and throwing it in there, Great or choice. or I could me do to replicate a, bear claw, or I could do a stout with cinnamon, you know, cinnamon Delays. lactose and vanilla, powder sugar, vanilla, in there for or vanilla. yeah. It's but, like am I deconstructing the pastry and putting it in here? Yeah, that's and that's what, what it's inspired yeah. by. Yeah. But then if I have a stout that is just like, I like the way macadamia nuts, coconut, and cacao nibs taste yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Uh, a, a, a highly adjuncted imperial stout. Listen. But then the one that I threw, everything I took out of the Casey's donut case. Yeah. Now that's a pastry beer. Listener James wants to make pastry stouts with Lamy croissants. That's it. Croissant. I don't know. What if we, uh, croissant? Croissant. There's so much butter in there. You wouldn't <laughs> want to kidding. do that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll. Oh, Lamy. Oh. I want 0% yeah, retention yeah. on this bad boy. All right, Tyler, what's the next head on Mount Rushmore? Number four. We're at number four? What yeah. were your first three? One. We keep interrupting them. Hoppy Lager. Hoppy Lager. Yeah. Two. Hazy IPA. Oh. Three. Pastry Stout, mm. but more mm. extreme. Four. Mm. I would love to put a traditional continental lager style on Mount Rushmore. I would love it. Like I would check pills? Love to say, yeah, check pills. Yeah. Or... A Czech dark lager or mm. a Kolsch or Hellas. There are so many that I would love to see. On you think there. you're going to see more of these? But what I think I'm going to put a num- position number four is seltzer. Hard seltzer. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> he got us. He brought us in the old classic bait and switch. Classic bait and switch. I, I agree with you. Mm. So is it, mm. do you think it's going the untitled art smoothie seltzer route or yeah. the fruited seltzer? White claw, yeah. like, clear seltzer smoothie route. seltzer okay i would yeah. hope for my drinking taste it to be the white claw route for more craft breweries to do it so that way i'd be feel better about drinking them yeah because i can't like we had a couple while we were sitting here and i'm just like my stomach was like this is a lot of sugar couple so seltzers much, so much lactose. no just like overly fruited stuff so i'm just talking that in general right yeah so, and i'm just like i've had enough of that all right but the problem yeah. with seltzer though is too even if they're not overly fruited my stomach still hurts the next day. Like, I guess I'm just not used to drinking them because they have a ton more like different refined and different types of sugar. Yeah. That people complain of red wine hangovers. Yeah. I did. a. I, we once did a seltzer episode of the other, the other thing that I do. We called it the seltzer mm. sode. You the can plug thing. it. It's the twitch.tv slash the beer hall. Hey, the beer hall podcast. Um, it's great. It, it happens on Tuesdays. It's Tuesdays at eight 15 because it's always of a good time. A lifting schedule from <laughs> the other person. No one. He's a coach. He's a strength coach. I have to go and by adjunct schedule. professor now. Oh, and he's an adjunct, adjunct professor. professor, not a pastry professor. No, 
Damn. Okay, that's a good joke. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> good. But uh, we did a seltzer episode, and that was that didn't we get didn't enough even, fanfare. We, we, didn't even, we didn't even have that much of them. Yeah. But I didn't eat a ton, and I had one of the worst hangovers I've ever oh. had in my life off a of seltzer. I'll have to go back it's and watch sugar. that episode. It's just different sugar, and my body it's is the bad weird. sugar because it's cane sugar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's bad for your body, but I don't disagree with you at all. Sure. I think you're right. Like the only it's thing also easier to do that stuff on a smaller scale, like getting a, sure. a clean seltzer base, which is easier, you but you do have to it. put in the work. Mm-hmm. You can just buy it. Yeah. You That's can, what a lot of people do in this. State. You can buy and blend for sure. Absolutely. But which is fine. Go ahead and do it. If that makes you money, once again, go ahead and do it. I wish I could do that, but you have to have somewhere to, Actually, hold an IBC yeah. tote, yeah, yeah, it's but a, yeah. Um, he's telling us to wrap it up. Oh my gosh, guys, producer, 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 professional podcasting right here. <laughs> he's, he's signaling to us to Have wrap you listen to any podcast? This is what they do every single time. If you listen to any modern podcast, they always make fun of the producer for telling them to wrap it up. That's been our Mount Rushmore's for 2023. We'll find out in 2024 if we were right or not, guys. Yeah, uh, this has been. Uh, Tell them to comment on what they think belongs on Route Mushmore. Mount Rushmore. 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 Round, Mount? Round, round Mushmore. Round, round, round Mushmore. Round Mushmore for 2023. Listen, guys, comment, comment under our post what you think about the movie Rushmore. On That's Facebook, what I was asking for, yeah. On Instagram. Do we have a Twitter? No. And do we have control of that Twitter? Do. I will Probably create not. a Twitter. Can I do Do that? we need a Twitter? Okay, Twitter. Twitter. I have stopped using it personally, but it is also still very good for professional stuff unfortunately you know what it would probably be good if people even interacted with our brand TikTok? but people don't interact we got that tiktok yet we don't have a tiktok we don't have video clips to pull, pull out you guys should start learning dances i can help i'm on tiktok already yeah you are for flicks TikTok. go follow flicks flicks beer dsm flick talk flicks flicks talk go follow lua go Lu- follow Lu- oh yeah yeah sure go uh follow lua i don't know luabeer.com um, if you want to follow anything to do with any of us, you can go to the Vorloff Hour yes. on Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram. You can email us at the Vorloff Hour at gmail.com. gmail.com. Is it the Vorloff Hours or Vorloff Hour? <gasps> Oof, I'll tell you. I'm not in both. charge of it. I don't know. Do I give me access to it? Just send it to we both. do. It's in a Gmail. If you're emailing us at like Iowa Beer, that whatever address, that. It's not monitored. Um, I should check it. Um, we also haven't had a listener question in a while, so why don't yeah, you give them us in. one? Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any, yeah, any podcast um, app you Google, listen to. Anything. Give us the subscribe. Yeah, we're in everything. Five stars. We're in everything. Tell we're your one friends, star and tell us why we suck. Tell your family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what we should do? Maybe we should talk about this off air. Yeah, but definitely a Vorloff Hour collab beer somewhere. Oh yeah, that would be great. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. There's only two breweries it could be at. There it is. We could take it somewhere else, though, too. Oh, that's true. The Guild would put it on for you us. You know what? The Unify collab. We could do a cancel Unify. No, no, no. <laughs> Keep Unify. Unify, Unify. And we could be sponsored by the Unify brew. Mm. And we uh, could just drink these the shit on it. These are things. These are <laughs> things that deal us. He is stopping creativity. Conversations. All right, friends. Nathan is trying this to cancel creativity. Idea. Cancel not, culture. Cancel culture is This is 2023. All right, friends. All of our emails are thevorloffhour at gmail.com. 
reach us to reach out to us there send us your comments let us know what you liked about the show as always we are supported by the Iowa Brewers Guild we are the Iowa Brewers Guild official podcast the Vorloff Hour see you all at the next one this has been a production of the Vorloff Hour the official podcast of the Iowa Brewers Guild special thanks to Andrew Hoyt for the intro music and Balanced Scale Media LLC for our sponsor segments and outro music Find the Vorloff Hour wherever podcasts are found. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram.